welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Frank. Alright, hey, it's the last Pottercast of the year. Oh, last no! one! Oh my gosh. What are we going to do? Can this you... is going to... This is going to be the best end of the year podcast we've done in 2008. <laughs> That's an old joke. You haven't done that joke since I've been on the show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, this means, guys, that we did three full years, 2006, 2007, 2008, almost half yeah. of 2005, and now we're starting yeah. our like fourth year of Our Potter. final year of No, <laughs> shut up. You're so sad. You're so <laughs> mean. You're gonna have people freak out. What? Oh my no! god! Coming up in this show, if, if this is a great show to listen to for the first time, if you've never been into Pottercast, because we're gonna sh- play play some of our favorite clips from over the year. Yes, it's a little bit of a retrospective. Cool. We went on podcast.com and asked you what your favorite clips of 2008 were. And you left us comments, and our awesome editing team read those comments and pulled those clips. Our awesome editing team, which, by the way, is huge now. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, my lord. I could read the names. Do you remember when <laughs> you read the names of everybody? What were the names that we were reading? So bad. Remember we did those MySpace shoutouts? The MySpace. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. I remember that. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How stupid are we? So I think one time you actually read my name, and I was like, oh... Did we? <laughs> did I get it right, or did I say Frankie Fracker, Fracker, or something? I always mess those up. I think you up. probably just said Frack. Frankie sat there hitting the rewind button over and over <laughs> no again. No way, really? Frankie, this was such a big year for us. You joined our team, and we read your name. Wow. That's just that was a very common uh, thing that said on podcast.com that their favorite part was Frankie coming on the show. Oh, so cool. I feel special. It was right... Uh, uh, it was. Uh, it pretty much was Frankie coming on the show, um, the uh, live podcast at Terminus, and then J.K. Rowling appearing for the second time on Pottercast Part Two in January. Oh, so it was. Joe was just two spots under Frankie joining. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think people really associate Joe with 2007, which is why. Yeah. They kind of. Some people said it. Realized no, part of it. she was on 2008, well, and she'll be on 2010. Okay, 2010. What about 2009? Yeah. Let's aim for 2009. She's oh, she's busy. She's busy. 2009. You're mean. Oh. Okay. Oh. Awesome. Well, before we do that, why don't we talk about what our favorite news, Harry Potter news, was in the week this in the year? Oh. Because there were some great oh. things that happened in 2009. Some big news. Yeah, we have a lot of big news. Huge news. I don't know where to even start. I mean, can we just start? My personal favorite. Sure, let's hear your personal favorite, Sue's News. Okay, my personal favorite was we're getting more books from Joe Rowling in the form of Beetle the Bard. Oh, yes. Nice. That's my personal favorite, too. Yeah. Even even despite all present biases. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Until just two days ago, I thought that it was called Beetle and the Bard. And I've been saying Beetle and the Bard all of this time, and no one's ever corrected me. I just thought you were being stupid. 
No, the book is actually called Beetle the Bard. Yeah. Like, he's a bard. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, and he's not like a beetle and then a bard that are friends. And it's not even spelt beetle. It's beetle with D's. Yeah, I, I knew the beetle. I thought that was just like an old English way of saying beetle, but I guess... Um, oh, you thought it was a story counts. about a minstrel and his insect? I was wondering if she just didn't include that short story in the book. Fan art challenge for the for the win: (laughs) a beetle and his a minstrel and his insect. (laughs) It just kind of it reminds me of Wally with like him walking around (laughs) with with a little little beetle chasing him, a little cockroach. See, oh my god, is that? God, so that's what Rita Skeeter's Animagus was a beetle, right? So that's it. Yeah, yes. related. John. And I wonder if I wonder now if there's uh, if if that's sort of why she hit, she picked beetle because it's a distortion of the word beetle, and it's a distortion of an actual storyteller because she's a liar storyteller. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could maybe be. maybe that's why she picked beetle, and also because she's a bug. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But still. John, didn't we have a whole discussion on one of the shows about what a bard was and everything? Were you not there? I, you know, sometimes I zone out when we're doing this. <laughs> I have to be honest. And that's when I said, the Beatles were bards, and I was being silly, and I thought I was clever. But you, you own oh, the I book. probably laughed. Don't worry. <laughs> well, reading Beatles the Bard with all of you was my favorite part about that whole experience. And reading it in a calm oh way. God, that mac and cheese. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Mm, mac and cheese. <laughs> the book was great, but that mac and cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Wow. No. That was an awesome day. It was such a different experience of reading a new Harry Potter book. It was really nice. Really it was my first that. time reading a new Harry Potter with you guys. <gasps> yeah, that's right, Frankie. It's true. It's the first and last time. Oh. What's no. Until until uh-huh. the Scottish book, but we're not this, inviting you. The Scottish that, book. <laughs> So nice. I, she's got. I mean, it's just Sorry, become its name. You understand? Nobody calls it the Encyclopedia <laughs> anymore. It's just called the Scottish Book. It'd oh, be amazing it if it was published under that. <laughs> the Scottish <laughs> Book. <laughs> or that That'd was like awesome. a secondary title. Yeah. Yeah. The Encyclopedia of Harry Potter, otherwise known as the Scottish Book. They'll have a big book release party in Scotland for it. I would. Ha-ha. That would be awesome. It's our book. Uh, oh man. I just want to say, I just remember how at this time last year we had just known about Joe selling that amazing thing to Amazon, and here now we have this in our hands, and I think that's amazing marker well, of the year. Yeah, almost Never exactly know. at this time, we were publishing the interview where she was talking about how that morning they watched it being sold. We literally interviewed her about an hour after the Amazon auction happened, after the, the auction in which Beetle the Bard was sold. So she yeah. was just coming off like the high of watching this thing that they thought was going to go for maybe 50,000 pounds. Go for four million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And she Do you was think Amazon made their money back doing those collector's editions they published? Uh, Amazon, that's well, not. It it's for charity. They're not looking to get their money back. Right. Oh, really? No. Right. That they bought it. They bought it fair and square, like an art thing. The 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 editions. I'm sure they got. I'm sure they got like their production money back and maybe a little bit more. But but. No, I think I mean, he means have been on the. I think he means from the original bid of the original one. Yeah, no, I don't think it goes towards that. I think it's a whole separate thing. I don't know. Well, maybe I mean, I'm wrong. Do you think that they would have been allowed to publish a collector's edition had they not purchased it in the auction originally? No, no it's I said, think right. She retained the rights, right? The publishing rights. No, I don't do you think they were. They no, were Joe. Joe right retains. No, Joe. Absolutely, Joe retains the publishing rights to Beetle. The, the the auction did not give them publishing rights, but. 
Um, I'm pretty sure the auction greased the wheels <laughs> towards. I mean, yeah. I, this is just yeah. I, I have no knowledge. I'm just guessing, but I'm pretty sure that them having bought it for four million dollars made the idea of doing an exclusive collector's edition on Amazon a lot more palatable to them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Sure. Yeah, you kind of bought it true. for four million dollars. You helped yeah. us a lot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Four million dollars. Million dollars. Mm. Right. Well, what else other than Beetle this huge year, 2008? Because we got a gajillion clips to follow our yeah. reminiscing. Uh, well, we had our second half of our Joe interview in 2008, which was which was um, amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> it was fantastic. fantastic. Um, the, the film, the Harry Potter film that we thought was coming out in November got moved to 2009. <sighs> That was Yay. A, yeah. No. <laughs> no, not yay at all. <laughs> I wasn't so upset about that. And neither I was I. And we got so much wrong? heat. People were so mad at us. Say, I got to say, at that point, I was just, I was panicking before that announcement because I'm like, what movies am I going to watch in 2009? There's nothing coming out. And I was really upset about mm-hmm. this. And then when they announced that I'd get to watch Harry Potter in 2009, I was just so relieved. John. So really so delirious. <sighs> you? No, no, not th- no. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of sucks. Do you worry but about things like what's in the upcoming year to watch? No, I don't. Not no. that far ahead. No, not me. <laughs> I just look at the movie listings and see what to go to. That's all. At any given know. time, it's just you know. You know what I'll watch in two thousand nine? What? More of the podcast vlogs on YouTube. What? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> nice, 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 uh, nice so tie-in. That's John. a pretty. That's a pretty good uh, highlight of the year, right? Right. Uh, I think that is a highlight of the, the year. Joe interview that we took podcast to a visual medium. I think that's a good. We're um, in our ninth week now, aren't we? Yeah, not crazy. Yeah, something that's like weird. that. <laughs> it's like forty-five videos or fifty videos. I can't believe we've made that many to begin with. <laughs> you look back. It's like oh, it's I like know. it's like that we're close to our two hundredth podcast. Like what? It's fun wow. because, like, I never have had a blog in my whole internet existence because I have no patience for it because no one ever holds me accountable to it. So now that I have this, it's like, oh, I can actually go back four weeks ago and remember what I did that week a little bit because I probably talked about it. Yeah. So it's nice. I enjoy it. Wow. <laughs> he enjoys it. Podcast.com, the majority of you guys enjoy it, too, because we put a poll on there about what you think. Yep. And most of you, for the most part, enjoy it. So, cool. Subscribe. It's awesome. YouTube.com slash podcast. The rest of you are jerks. No, I'm kidding. The rest of you don't really appreciate anything we do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, I just... (laughs) Speaking back on the film, I mean, the film... We we got so much heat for not being so outraged by this film move. Everybody thought that, like, we were giving Warner Brothers a pass. I just... I just... Well, I mean, it was pretty hard to be mad after, you know, all of the film posters and Blu- Blu-ray copies of all of the movies came into my mailbox that same day saying, John, don't be mad. John, <laughs> what? shut up. For me, it was selfish just because I've been, I haven't been on the show even the whole year yet. And so, like, having someone thing to look forward to, to, like, talk about on the show more, like, in a later date, I was like, I don't, sure. I don't mind. It just gives them some mm. more to talk about. And, Fair and enough. So, I was semi-selfish I on my part. My my disappointment came in when they told me that they uh, were not going to delay the um, Deathly Hollows movies because of it. They're like, "Don't worry, Deathly Hollows will still come out." I'm like, "No, screw it. Take your time. Push it another six months." Mm. Yeah. Why do you ha- why do you have to j- jump all those together? <laughs> people are going to be angry at you for telling them to take even longer. 
Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? What everybody just, you know, you, you sit there and you say, "Give me all of it right now. I want to eat it right now." And then you sit there and you have full belly and you're like, "This sucks." You know, <laughs> I'm never gonna eat any again. Yeah. Well, we did get. Speaking of those movies, those were that was a great birthday present for me on my my birthday. We found out there are going to be two Deathly Hallow movies. Yes, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's awesome. Present. Yes. Where are they splitting it? Do we know yet? 2008. I know, but I've been year. asked Do not to tell. Oh, Melissa, shut up. I know. I like, I like I could ever... Oh, first of all, like it. I would ever find out. And second of all, like I could ever keep it from telling you guys. There's just no way. So other big news this year. Um, Daniel Radcliffe came to Broadway. Woo! In Aquas. He left his pants back in England. Yes. Scandalous. Rave reviews. Um, he did. He did really he well. He did. He got really... What's it? He did really well. He got great reviews, and he's winning these awards. And you know, I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of buzz about Tony nominations and all kinds yep. of things. So good for Dan. I mean, I think that takes a lot of courage, and I applaud him. Yeah, you know, that's yep. not Zac Efron role. taking his place back when no. the show closes. No, <laughs> there's did they kill not that rumor yet, or is that still going Equus on? Equus the killed. musical is not going to happen. He's not going to. Equus the musical. That would be a really terrible musical. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew enough about Equus to spoof that, because I don't know. John, I, you saw it. I don't remember. I did, but it was Whatever. like in a foreign language or something. It was not. It was in British? English. It was British. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. in British. It wasn't in English. It was in British. I couldn't follow it. It was too heady for me. Oh, the prequel card. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a good one. That was a great story, because, I mean, yeah. we were all excited, and it's about the Marauders, and we were like, oh! But there's 800 new words of canon. I thought that was pretty exciting. Well, it was a fun mm-hmm. little like spit of a story. It was like a little quick, you know. They, the James and Sirius are flying around on the motorbike and and meet up with a Muggle policeman and just have a funny interchange. And I loved watching everybody like reading into it and let's discuss it and what do we think it means and what what laws of canon does it violate and how. Blah, 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 blah. But guys, it was a fun story. Just read it and be done. One thing I did not enjoy about it is Elven Dork. I don't like Elven Dork. Was everywhere on oh, Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's true. I like Elvendork itself, but the 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 insane ubiquity of Elvendork. Ooh, yeah. ubiquity! Very good. Thank you. I know you like that word. I, I said that for you. Thank you. Um. So, so you, the one that you wanted me to mention, you mentioned because I can't. Oh well, I do. Because it's weird. This really, really awesome book that came out, and it was a New York Times bestseller, like several <laughs> weeks in a row. And it was amazing. It was written by my friend and our friend Melissa Nelly. It's called <laughs> Harry History, and it freaking rocks. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was called Melissa Nelly's What Will Happen in the Scottish Book. <laughs> no. No, it's this beautiful it's book terrible. that recounted the history of our the Harry Potter phenomenon, and it was written by someone who put a lot of time and effort to detailing the the events of this extraordinary phenomenon that all of us are part yeah. of, and it's amazing. It's amazing. So and then when I you? finished it, Melissa had the audacity to put her name on it. <laughs> I know. So what? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Taking John's writing as my own. That's me. <laughs> I get a measly 10%. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, That's terrible. I, I mean, and not only that, you, she interviewed countless hours of people that were part. I mean, I just, you know, you pick it up again, you go back and you read these little parts with, like, the publisher. And people that you don't often hear, the editors. And I thought that was a real treat to hear um, 
you know, parts from that for me as a fan. Because there are parts I'd forgotten about. Just, you know, even being in the fandom as long as I have, it's just, it was amazing to go back. And then, then there's that interview with some chick. Some chick <laughs> some from chick. Scotland. Blonde girl from Scotland. Yeah, yeah. blonde lady. Blonde girl. I think she's an yeah. author of sorts. Well, I heard that rumor. I don't know. <laughs> if she's not writing anymore, then is she considered unemployed? Or are you only an author when you're writing? Or does it not matter when you're writing? If you're writing <laughs> she's like a freelancer. That's what it is. Oh. Right. You're like you're like mm. a freelancer, and whenever you're under contract, you're employed with your your publisher. But she's not unemployed. We shouldn't be worried about her. No, well, she, we don't know. She could be under contract for her next book. Now, Melissa, can we talk about your interviews with Joe? I mean, now you're yeah. on your website. You are you still have like just hours, oh, tons, stuff, right? tons, tons to put up, and I'm putting them up really slowly, mm. only because. Um, well, because I'm slow. Because I have so much to yeah. do <laughs> that. Um, I, but but I, I'm recommitting to it in 2009 because people I don't want people to think that the book's been out for a while and now it's not. No, no, no. I'm going to be talking about it publicly a lot in 2009, hopefully um, this summer a lot. Um, I'm going to be updating the site and keeping the site really active at harriahistory.com. So, um, yeah, if you are interested in the book, in the extra little bits of canon that I'm adding or, or extra little bits of interview from everybody, not just Joe, that I'm adding onto harryhistory.com. Go check it out. I have a serious question now. We're just, I'm just going to bypass <sighs> yes. that. Um, how, is, the, is the book coming out in what countries this year? Is it coming out in Germany? Oh, this year? okay. Here's how, it, here's how it works. It's out in, right now already in Canada, England, Australia, um, and the U.S. My okay. U.K. publisher has the rights to publish it in English everywhere else. So if you get an English copy in Germany, I believe it's published by my UK publisher. However, certain translations are happening. There's going to be a German translation and there's going to be a um, Norwegian translation. (gasps) Really? I think it's amazing. Norwegian. And I'm happy to announce right here, I haven't even announced it on Pottercast, on Harry History yet, there's going to be an audiobook. (gasps) Yeah, we just found out there's going to be an audiobook. Is this the one in addition to the one that they're doing for cats that Muchka's helping out with? Yes, John, it's in addition to that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, there's going to be, it's on Tantor, uh, T-A-N-T-O-R is the publisher, and they're they're really cool and they're really into it. And so, they're, yeah, that's going to be strange. It? I don't know. But there's also going to be a German audiobook. Whoa. Which I oh can't God, wait God. for. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait to play it because I'm not going to understand a word. <laughs> Wait, hold the trolley up. So, John, so the words like not Dalish are going to be spoken in, in German yes. on your. Yes. <laughs> and I will pick out a couple of funny words and have them play on Pottercast. A couple of like a funny sentence. Awesome. Because it's Damn awesome. Right. Yeah, it's been, it's going to be great. It's been great. And honestly, guys, it's been, I mean, it's been a banner year for so many reasons for me, but. but not just that the book came out, not just that it's been successful, but the the reaction. I cannot tell you the emails I get from people who understand the phenomenon and understand exactly what I was doing in the book, and who who you know who get it and and are thank like are thankful that the book exists. And the Facebook messages and the emails and the comment. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's getting to the point where it's like um, I have to watch that I'm that I'm still aware of how awesome it is because. There's there's so much wonderfulness coming into my inbox that I don't want to ever get jaded about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just fantastic, and so th- the fact that it was so embraced 
is wonderful. It's just, right. oh, it's been great. So, anyway, thank you. And thank you guys on Pottercast for helping me, uh, allowing me to use our, our, our podcast to talk about it as much as we have. Mm. Uh, You're welcome. It's, <laughs> it's still weird for me to read about my to read the word squee in a book. I know. <laughs> no, I wasn't allowed. Squee, squee. Oh, well, the, the, yeah, it is in there, but I wanted to yeah. just like use it as a descriptor, like a like a for real word. But yeah. um, it got edited out, and I I, yeah. I, I okay. didn't successfully fight for it. But it's awesome Aww. though. So, but I mean, we've just I mean, because we we <clears throat> you know at least I know I mean I've been working on Leaky for many years now. Lost count, and you know it's just so nice as a fan to sit back and hold in your hand what we've uh, collectively experienced. I mean, you know, for me, I still marvel about that. I still was talking about that over the holidays to people who had no idea about what we do, none, you know. And it, it, sure. you know, and it, so it's, but it is very cool to uh, so read it. And is it going into libraries yet? Do you know? I've always wondered. Uh, I, apparently, it is in some libraries, and I've heard stories of waiting lists at libraries. Um, Wow, Deb McLean. I think I think it was Deb McLean. Um, she's somebody who's who, who's with HPEF and stuff. Um, she left me a message on my Facebook that there's a there's a her library is huge and that there's a waiting list for it, which I think is unbelievable. That's awesome. And I and I, I I'm I am just as cool with you picking it up from a library as I am with you buying a copy. That's you know I'm just yeah. happy that Harry Potter fans are reading it. You know it's yeah it's, it's exactly it's great. My one of my favorite announcements of this year. One of my biggest news ever mm-hmm. this year is that in 2007, we announced that we would be putting on LeakyCon 2009. LeakyCon! LeakyCon. We're going to be talking about LeakyCon this time next year, and that was the highlight of 2009. That's true, Frankie. So be there to be a part of this next year. What? Yeah. What? You'd better. I don't think there's a whole lot of registration left, is there? No, there's not. So you should really get it if you haven't. I mean, they're really, they're going... Usually these things kind of back end like people buy them in the last two months before the conference and mm-hmm. really not the wisest plan this time around um, because we're no. starting to get our programming in order you, there's seriously going to be the the most wonderful podcast you've ever seen live ever yeah. we've got cool. huge plans for it everybody the wizard rockers are so excited our wizard rock lineup is ridiculous and we're, we're all planning to put on the best programming that you've ever seen at a conference it's going to be so much fun and everybody who takes part and everybody who is a guest and everybody who registers is doing a good thing because we're raising money for two fantastic charities so keep that in mind and we'll yes. see you there Be good. <coughs> oh gosh well is there anything left on our massive list or no we need to go to the clip the best of yeah. Slip show. It's been a long we, intro. We have a whole of a lot of favorite moments from 2008 and we hope you all enjoy them roll the clips so which uh, bit by bit are we doing this week, anyway? Oh, you know, I don't know. But you know what, John? I still keep thinking about what you were saying the other day about the house elves. Joe well, specifically said that no, I they remember were... this. What? I remember this just as well as you. No, she said that just as Dumbledore gave refuge to Dobby, they were free. They So too did Helga. She did not enslave them. There was not. this big elaborate thing with every house elf there with like a Malfoy-like master. That they were all given socks by some other Harry type person, and no, that was just, that's a whole unique but, event with Dobby. No, all but, these but other what? creatures they, they probably won. came in wagons to uh, okay, guys, to the castle. guys, guys, 
Guys, what? guys. Hey, oh my god. Hi. How you oh. doing? Hi. Well, we're about to start the show, I guess. Yeah, but... I know, but you just won't do it. There must be an end somewhere to this argument. You know, I this is this is all very obvious now. She confirmed this to me on Skype. What? She did what? not. She did. We chat all the time. No eleven forty two. Are you okay. new here? I am not new here, but you know, I don't believe you. Okay, guys, guys, look, look. There will never be another podcast again if we don't get to the bottom of this. I'm going to call someone, okay? Oh, you got a number now, huh? Yeah, yeah, I got a number now. All right. What's this all about? Oh, it's ringing. Good. (laughs) Greetings. Thank you for calling the Hogwarts Muggle Liaison Office. The what? Yeah, guys. If you know your party's extension... Please press help. Where did this come from, you guys? Hang on. If you are the parent or guardian of a child currently attending Hogwarts, please press 1 now. If you are calling in regard to last week's incident with the giant squid, press 2 now. If you are calling to check on the current status for tickets to any of the upcoming Quidditch matches, please press 3 I'm going. For all other inquiries, please press 4 or stay on the line and your call will be connected with a house elf in the order it was received. What was that? What was that? We have to press naught. Press zero, I think. Press zero? Okay. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Welcome to the faculty directory. Yay! Use your numeric keypad to spell out the last name of the staff member you wish to reach. Okay, I got this. I got this. You got it? Okay. I got it. Thank you. Please stay on the line. Good afternoon. <laughs> get away, get away. Hey, sexy man. <laughs> hang up, hang up. John, Sue. Hang up, hang up. John, why'd you do that? That's too fun. <laughs> Come on, guys, guys, seriously, seriously. We have, we have, we have to do the right, right numbers now, okay? Okay, hang on. Thank you. Code accepted. Please stay on the line. What was that number? This is the number. Hello? Fiddy! Oh, thank God. Oh, who's that? Hello! Guys, hello! Hello! Oh, goodness. <laughs> is that Melissa? It, it is. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Melissa. And it I'm sounds like you've got John and uh, Sue with you. Yeah. I do. <clears throat> As usual. Well, <laughs> As usual. Yeah. They're, they're at it again, and we just... I'm going to go crazy. It, it, oh, no. Not the house elves and Hufflepuff thing again, is it? Woohoo! Yeah. Yes! Oh, no. <laughs> well, I think we should sort it out. The best way is probably by asking the expert. I think you're right. Um, well, let me see if we can get a hold of her. Hold on. Oh, man. This had better not be about house elves. So it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Joe! Hello! Hey, Joe. Hi. <laughs> what? House elves? Go on, then. Still, still, well, they are still arguing about this, and I'm sick of it, and we need you to answer it so well, bad. What I'm telling Sue <sighs> is that if she remembered from when we talked about this in New York, yes. Joe said that Helga, Helga Hufflepuff was a plantation no, but she gave owner. No, she him refuge. <laughs> refuge. The house R-E. Refuge. Oh, she didn't enslave them. Yeah, Joe. it's a complicated they, issue. Well, you know, I... 
I would say that Hufflepuff gave, Hufflepuff did what was uh, the most moral thing to do at that time. And we are talking about over a thousand years ago. So that would be to give them good conditions of work. There, there was no kind of activism there. So no one's going to say, here's an idea. Let's, let's free them. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> pay them. It was just, well, we'll, we'll bring them somewhere that they can, they can, um, work and not be not be abused yeah, but she, she, see but you she did not go around with like a whip and say yeah you must work in the kitchens you know right <laughs> no definitely not that would not be no, see? no definitely not, joe. thank you joe okay okay well let's go into this further joe we are about to get ready to start a recording here we can talk about this for longer if you want you want to join us for a show well i've got nothing better to do <laughs> all right you heard her guys Leaky and Pottercast are proud and excited to bring you a very special interview with the one and only J.K. Rowling. Hey, do you know what my favorite bit was? Melissa, when you posted the thing about anyone got extra questions, what Lou said, did you like tied up? And the very first comment was, yeah, yeah that's, a strange, that's a strange thing to ask us, Melissa. Almost like someone was coming on who could answer those questions. I really liked that. And I have to, I'm glad you brought it up because I have to apologize to the reader of our site called yes. Limbus XL who actually said that. And I actually came the closest to lying that I've yeah. ever done on Leaky when I told everybody, like, calm down. We'd tell you if it was Joe. Everybody relax. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa and Nelly, you filthy, filthy liar. Yes. I loved writing them. I, I really, really loved writing them. But I have to say that before I had the idea of, of producing the books to say thank you to these key people, I, um, <laughs> I imagine there would be like, about 30 tales of Beetle the Bard. And after I had the idea of writing them out by hand <laughs> seven times, turned out they were just the five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I can't thank you enough for that copy, oh. Joe. I've been reading it to the girls here over the weeks. And yeah, did you like it? The, the diamond-encrusted version? It was amazing, and, and you know, the cover was beautiful. I, you, you don't think it's a bit too bling? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I have a lot of that stuff on my wall uh -huh. already, so it just kind of fit right in perfectly. John, it was my pleasure. So Thank you thank you for oh, the inspiration. <laughs> it was a pleasure to read it. You know, I do what I could. So. And, and did you like the dedication? You were right all along about Hawkery. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> There's that you know, Nobody would believe me. <laughs> Well, I did. I, oh, he's never going to let it stop. I did write him a letter and I did say that actually Hawkery is, I mean, it occurred to me, you know, it, it really would have been, I think, a more correct plural, but I already had him fairy and I didn't want to have too many, um, you know, dark arts weapons ending in our eyes. So it was a, it was a kind of stylistic choice, really. I like Horcruxes as a plural. It's grown on me as too. As a linguist. Oh, thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you're too> <laughs> See, this is why I give him copies of the Beetle the Bard. He's a generous man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Will it be in the encyclopedia? I don't know if I can bring myself to, um, I don't know. Oh, Joe, you mentioned well, the I, E word. It, it's like, oh, oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, we should call it something like the Scottish book. Yeah. <laughs> the Scottish book. Oh, jeez. You don't well, want to curse it now, Joe. <laughs> it must don't. not be mentioned live on air. Yeah, exactly. We can't wait for that. We, we hope you, we hope you get on that as soon as you feel comfortable doing so. Yeah. That, it's would, not like, would it be okay if that's 10 years? <sighs> No one we'll laughed. <laughs> no, listen, I, I absolutely do intend to do it, but I, I, you know, I can't pretend that I'm, I'm in, in a hurry right now. It's, it's going to be a hell of a lot of work, but I have, you know, I've kept everything and it's, I know where things are and yeah, at some point I will, I will get myself together and do it.
I was going to offer just in case you needed help on that particular chapter. Um, I've got a lot of baby pictures and childhood anecdotes for the oh, dolls no. chapter. Here we go. That might just help fill things in a little bit. You know what? Again, John, you're always there when I need you. That's great. That would be great. <laughs> you, know. you know, Joe, he, he idolizes a, a, a man in our got, who got pwned by an old lady wearing a dead bird on her head, you know, on her hat. Now, come on. <laughs> You guys, now they don't understand this, Joe. I, I know, I know. We've talked about this. <laughs> they don't understand the night that that this. They call it a duel. It wasn't a duel, at least in my mind, anyway. I I think it needs a little explaining of how somebody as you know as skillful as Dawlish, you know, could have yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, got taken down like this. John, <laughs> and feel free to let all the air out of my cells. That's Listen, fine. Listen, Darmaine maintains like. that she sucker punched You know what? I, yeah, she sucker spelled I find them. it so incredibly endearing that you like Don Dawlish, <laughs> and that's why his his name is now John Dawlish, as we know. In tribute to you, and that will indeed be a note in the encyclopedia oh my or the God. Scottish book, as we are now calling it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dawlish had to be good. He had to be good because he, he became an aura. There's there's no denying that. But he has his weaknesses, and Dumbledore knew how to exploit them. You know, oh, and, I, and let's face it: anyone, anyone going up to Dumbledore pre-trying on the Horcrux, pre-maiming his hand, anyone is going to be in trouble going up against Dumbledore. Even Voldemort didn't want to do it. So it's no dishonor to Dawlish. Well, certainly. Well, was was Dumbledore involved in in weakening I mean, they said him? It was Mrs. Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I'm after so you know. By the time by the time Augusta Longbottom got to him, he had been. Oh, right. Several people oh. had uh, had uh, attacked Dawlish. I mean, I think he was a bit punch drunk by that point. <laughs> you know, he had become a favorite um, a, fa- a favorite punch bag of the Order of the Phoenix by then. So uh, I. I don't think he was firing on all cylinders, but um, but no, I, I really saw Mrs. Longbottom as a as a powerful witch. Yes. So, yes. Um, sorry. I suppose we know that you've created worldwide intrigue when you said that he's gay. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you about homosexuality in the wizarding world in general. Is it a taboo? Now that's something I never thought of. I I would think that that would be it would be exactly what it is in the Muggle world. But the greatest taboo. In the, in the wizarding world is, well, for some wizards, I mean, if we're talking about prejudiced people within the wizarding world, what they care most about is your blood status. So I think you could be um, gay, pure blood, and totally without any kind of criticism from the, from the Lucius Malfoys of the world. I don't think that would be something that would interest him in the slightest. But, you know, I, I can't answer for all witches and wizards because I think on in matters of um, the heart, it would be directly parallel to our world. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the reaction was so astronomical to that. Well, I, you know, I said it to you, Melissa, before, I think that um, to me it's wrong not to answer a question honestly. I just think that's immoral. And I was asked that question by uh, a young woman at Carnegie Hall who prefaced her question by saying, these books have helped me be more fully myself. Well, I mean, that's just one of the most wonderful things anyone has ever said to me about the books. And then she asked, has Dumbledore ever been in love? Now, I, you know, so I was absolutely honest about how I saw the character. I always imagined that Dumbledore was gay. Um, How relevant is that to the books? Well, it's only relevant if you 
considered that his feelings for Grindelwald, as revealed in the seventh book, were an infatuation rather than a straightforward friendship. That's how I think, in fact, that I know that some perhaps sensitive adult readers had already seen that. I don't, th- I don't think that came as a big surprise to some adult readers. I think a child would see a friendship and a, and a very devoted friendship, but th- these things also occur. So I, how relevant is it? Well, to me, it was only relevant in as much as Dumbledore, who was the great um, defender of love and, the, and, and who sincerely believed that love was the greatest, most powerful force in the universe, was himself made a fool of by love. That, to me, was the interesting point, that in his youth, he, was, he became infatuated with a man who was almost his dark twin. He was as brilliant, he was morally bankrupt, and Dumbledore lost his moral compass. He wanted to believe that Grindelwald was what he wanted him to be, which I think is what particularly a young person's love tends to do. We fill in uh, the blanks in, in the beloved's uh, personality with the virtues we, we would like them to have. So Dumbledore was wrong, and his judgment was in Entirely, was very suspect at that time. And of course, it was more than being infatuated. Grindelwald appeared to be offering him a solution to this horrible dilemma. I mean, Dumbledore was not cu- cut out to his shame to be a carer. He was cut out to go out onto the world stage and be a brilliant man. He knows that about himself and he's ashamed of it. So it's a complicated issue. But yeah, that's the way I always saw Dumbledore. It wasn't a particularly big deal to me. And I had never once before been asked at an event about Dumbledore's romantic life. I'd been asked other things about him. But I have to say that until Hallows was published, people were mostly interested in the trio's futures and Dumbledore's backstory. In fact, I remember, Melissa, when you and Emerson uh, interviewed me after Half-Blood Prince was published, we were talking about what fans should be asking, and I said Dumbledore's family. I didn't want to say Dumbledore's past, but you know, Dumbledore's family would be a profitable line of inquiry because I always knew that he had this this tragic story from his from his late teens. There, that was a long answer. No, it was brilliant. But, but it was a full answer. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen on my website, I recently did a small number of updates. And yes, thank you. One of the things on there was, um, it's, it's about the end and how Harry survived right at the end, that fight when he, he doesn't fight and Voldemort uses the killing curse on him. Well, I, it was important for me to say on the website, I never saw this I, as, in, as in the, fina- the finale of the denouement, the moment when Harry faces Voldemort, is prepared to die, and it doesn't die. That isn't like a scientific equation. Harry, it's not guaranteed. There has to be space to make Harry truly heroic for free will. It has to be his choice. The whole thing's his choice. He chooses to sacrifice himself, just as Lily chose to sacrifice herself. He chooses to pull himself back to life, and that's his, you know, his own will and courage. So ultimately, those things, all of them, were more important than the magic. Maybe we'll just split the difference and call her half-blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how decisions are taken in the fairly random world of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I didn't care, though, because Hannah goes on to become landlady at the Leaky Cauldron, my favorite pub. And I was damn right she does. And I think that's a very cool, I think that's a pretty cool career. And I think that makes Neville quite yeah. cool that he married her, don't yes, you think? Yes, it does. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Joe. I my pleasure. It. You know what I'm curious about now mm-hmm. is that one of the neatest things I think about the Hogwarts tradition is the entrance ceremony you know from the whole riding the boats to the castle to the sorting ceremony what kind of 
traditions is there for graduation and and leaving Hogwarts? Do you know, John, I'm really glad you asked that because I felt a huge sadness that I wouldn't write a graduation scene. Yeah. You know, I really did. I knew, I mean, I knew from early days that they we were never going to see them graduate. I knew that he would... Well, not he, that they, all three of them would, would not, uh, we would not see them at school during what should have been their final year of education. But I really, during the final book, I kept thinking it would have been, I felt sad that it, the book wasn't going to end with that feast scene, the graduation scene, but it couldn't, you know, it just couldn't. That's not the way it could have ended. It, it would have felt far too trite and I mean, you know, a lot of people felt the epilogue was too sentimental. I think to have them, you know, a graduation scene on top of what had just happened yeah. would have been an absurd <laughs> bit of Aww. anticlimax. Did you have like ideas for kind of traditions that they would do, like you know, ride the boats back out of Hogwarts oh, or yeah, something? Definitely. Obviously, I don't. No, I'm not as no, good as thinking. No, I think the boats would have been the most poetic and beautiful way to get to for them to leave, and um, symbolic in that they Harry wouldn't have seen the Thestrals. Again, you know what I mean? It would have been a return to innocence, really. And passage over water is so symbolic, um, in, you know, in history of, uh, of magic. So, yeah, uh, yeah. great. You've just, Joe, you've just hit on something that happens all the time here on Pottercast. John says he throws out some, some nonsense thing that he just thought of off the top of his head. It turns out to be accurate. And then it's the perfect thing. And it turns out to be accurate. I can't tell you how much he got right in Deathly Hallows. Well, I think I find that very interesting because uh, it's, uh, it's often those things that just strike you like lightning that are the right things. You know, sometimes you have to work very hard for something and finally something shifts in your brain and you just think, yes, of course, that's it. But I love it. There's no better feeling than when it just comes out of nowhere and you think, ah, perfect, thank you. So, the most important question: Did they sample a recording of uh, of your dog for when they did Stop. your website? Do you know no, what? I think you. I think they did. Oh. I, my website is really it's not that's not my wallpaper. I would really like the opportunity to say my taste is not that bad. <laughs> that's not good wallpaper, awesome. and with no offense to the <laughs> guy who did the design, but uh, loads of it's really accurate. Under the desk, all the I nearly used a very rude word. All the rubbish <laughs> on the floor <laughs> and on the desk is was taken from life they took a photograph of my desk and it's actual do you actually have a, a do not disturb sign um do you know what i now do because i took one out of the balmoral hotel where i um, finished deathly hallows so i've got a oh, awesome. I, I now oh, have a brilliant. do not disturb sign from that hotel on my on the door of my study yeah very i nice. don't know if you recognized when we uh, gave you that little basket in new york we had done up some uh, do not disturb signs and the same design of your site for everybody. It was very, very, very cool. Thank you. It was great seeing you all there. That was the best event I, I've ever done. I loved that event. It that, was that, It was so fantastic. You know, you mentioned the movies. I mean, somebody who's most amazing in the movies is Alan Rickman as Snape. Yeah, definitely. How, how, he's, he's so good. How, how soon did you tell him about his character? I mean, how much did he know? Uh, he did knew he know? very early on that he'd been in love with Lily because I told him so. We needed to have a conversation early on. He needed to understand, I think, and, do, and, and does completely understand and did completely understand what, where this bitterness towards this boy who's living proof of her preference for another man came from. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I told him that. He was the only person who knew that for a long, That's long time. Amazing. Yeah. 
He's so good. You know, Snape is so amazing. Was was he truly meant to be in, in Slytherin, Snape? Yes, God, yes, definitely. At the time when he was sorted, I, I believe what Dumbledore believes when he said, he says to Snape in the very last book, sometimes I think we sort too soon. To judge someone at the age of 11, to judge mm-hmm. them, to set their future course so young, seems to me, me to be a very harsh thing to do. And it doesn't... It doesn't take it into account the fact that we do change and evolve. A lot, of, a lot of people are at forty what they were at eleven. Having said that, so I think the Sorting Hat is shrewd, but Snape does redeem himself, and uh, yeah. it fails to take that into account. But then again, you could turn that on its head and say, but maybe with these people being sorted into Slytherin, someone who has the capacity to change themselves might also have the capacity to change Slytherin. Speaking of the Elder Wand, yeah, can 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 we talk about wand lore a little bit? Absolutely. And- oh, Thestrals. Yes. I, I noticed there was immediate angst about the fact that uh, there was a Thestral hair in the middle of the mm-hmm. Elder Wand, because people were say- people were saying, but Hagrid bred Thestrals, but he, you know, he didn't. He just bred the Hogwarts Thestrals. <laughs> just to make that clear. Yeah. Come on, people. There's a bigger world out there than Hagrid's backyard. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. The only thing that Hagrid has ever created are blast-ended scroots, and I think we should all agree that he should never <laughs> attempt to create a species again. So he didn't. No, he didn't create dragons or thestrals, but he may have bred, you know, particular species, um, members of the species. Uh, I've been told my my patronus is a blast-ended. That's what scroot, I think it is. So I don't know what that says <laughs> yeah. about me. I can think of one yeah. thing it might say about you, but I, you know, I've never been in a room long enough with you. To yes, uh, Joe, that actually holds true too. No, he, he loves burritos. Does he, he loves really? burritos? I'm just saying. Hey, let's not go oh, there. You're up to That's a podcast thing, God. you know. <laughs> you know, we love food uh, yeah, on the show. We talk about food. Um, <laughs> quite a lot. Um, but one more. Can you go into more detail uh, in a more detailed fashion the the way that the way that the wands change hands and how different the elder wand is because fans are confused. Yeah, I, I am going to put up another update on my website about this and I have one half written. Essentially I see wands as being quasi sentient. You know, I think they awaken to a kind of, they're not exactly animate, but they're close to it as close to it as you can get in an object because of, because they carry so much magic. So that's really the key point about a wand. Now their reactions will vary from wand to wand. The Elder Wand is simply the most dispassionate and ruthless of wands in that it will only take into consideration strength. So one would expect a certain amount of loyalty from one's wand. So even if you were disarmed while carrying it, even if you lost a fight while carrying it, it has developed an affinity with you that it will not give up easily. If, however, a wand is one properly one in an adult duel, then a wand may switch allegiance and it will certainly work better even if it hasn't fully switched allegiance for the person who won it. So that, of course, is what happens when Harry takes Draco's wand from him. And that's what happens when... But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ron, the Blackthorn yeah, wand. Yes, the from the Snatcher. Wand, yeah. So that would be sort of rough and ready, common or garden... Uh, a wand favouring the person who had the skill to take it. It would favour them. However, the elder wand knows no loyalty except strength. So, it will. It's not. It's completely unsentimental. It will only go where the power is. So, if you win, then you've won the wand. 
So you don't need to kill with it. But as is pointed out in the books, not least by Dumbledore, because it is a wand of such immense power, almost inevitably it attracts wizards who are pre- prepared to kill and who will kill. And also it attracts wizards like Voldemort who confuse being prepared to murder with strength. Interesting. Does yeah. that clarify anything? Quite, yeah, and we're looking forward to reading your thing out too. We hopefully didn't yeah. uh, you step on it too mess, badly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, will you promise that you'll come back? Do you know what? I will promise that because I would love to come back. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much. So much. Wow. <laughs> We've had an awesome time. It's been great. I've had an awesome time too. So I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas or whichever other religious festival you are keeping. Thank you. Well, you know how we usually wrap the show up, Joe? We, we took a little inspiration from you and um, we end it like we end uh, the Potter Watch. Um, yes, we so, did. Did you like Potter Watch? We we had very big grins on when we read about the Potter Watch. Poor Fred. <laughs> Poor, Poor Fred. Fred joke. <laughs> I, I know. Poor Fred fans. We didn't even bring up Fred. Whatever. Next time. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. John, I've got my hands over my face, and John's like, "Whatever." <laughs> I love Fred. There's a pet armadillo named Fred. Even I know. I mean, I was torn up about charity after all this, but. <laughs> Until next time, guys, keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be Hawkery. Keep each other safe, you faith. Good, Good night. night. This summer, I was like, what the f*** does Raffle mean? What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are they saying? <laughs> and Stephanie goes, I don't know, let me look into it. And like the next day, she goes, oh, I get it. And I was like, what? And she goes... They're not talking about ruffles. They're saying R O F L. And I was like, "That's just stupid." That's been a week of stress for me. Welcome to our world on tour. This was like John just starts going ruffle in the middle of the podcast, and I looked at him. I was like, "What are you on?" And then it took me, and then it hit me, and then I got it. I think I blew up Elf Chat one night. I was like, "I don't know what they're saying. This is due tomorrow." I don't know what the hell they even talk about. <laughs> what would Harry Potter do if he had to get to this party? Like, would he call a car service? Or would he sort of magical... Oh, yeah, he can operate now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I really... No, what if Harry was stuck in Muggle London without his magical ability? He'd get beat up. Harry would definitely get beat up a lot. <laughs> well, if Glasses he's... and the scar and the dorky clothes. Come on. Yeah, I mean, if he's wearing his robes, he's in trouble. And then what happens though? He's seventeen, right? And what does he do, Melissa? Let's let's. <laughs> what does he do? I love it. Hey, I'm seventeen. Grabs his wand and does an accio to be like. <laughs> what would like, you do? Without even without even blinking. I forgot. I'm seventeen. Grabs his wand and accio glasses. Like it's just such a <laughs> such a little boy. I would sit there and lay in my bed and try to do every possible thing with the wand that I would normally need to do. Like I would bring my toothbrush in. I would pull out some new clothes. I would just totally r- try to do it all with magic. Because that's like when I got my driver's license. 
I wanted to enjoy every first minute of it. So the first thing I did was I went down to one of like the busiest streets in town where all the fast food restaurants were. And I ordered one thing from every fast food drive through just because I could. No. So I had like a feast <laughs> of like, you know, I had an egg roll from the Chinese place, a biggie fry from, you know, wherever, and chicken nuggets and a taco. And it was the most disgusting. I had the biggest stomachache after this, but I swear. You, you oh, yeah. I mean, I just because, oh, because I you could. But you're suddenly old enough, and you have suddenly have the ability to do so. You you go all out. So that's what I would have done. But you know, so if Harry's just echoing his glasses and making a mess of Ron's room, then I think that's a little underdone by my standard. But but no, listen. So no, that's not underdone. He sent Ron's possessions flying around the room, causing Pigwidgeon to wake up and flutter excitedly around no. his cage. Tried tying the laces of his trainers by magic. The resultant knot took several minutes to untie yeah. by hand, and purely for the pleasure of it, turned the orange robes and Chudley Cannon's posters bright blue. And then Ron says, I do your fly by hand. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh. You know, he did do a new new scene. You know, we had heard that, <laughs> oh, you know, Robert Pattinson was going to do one secret thing for, you know, as and a, that was it. Coming back as a ghost. Yeah. Is. Ghost it's Cedric. Ghost. Go and boo. You're messing with my girl. Back off. Hey. That's what fascinates me about photographs and portraits and things is that, like, a person can be dead but the person can also experience new emotions that they didn't have, you know, reasons to feel while they were alive, like being jealous of Harry kissing his girlfriend. Well, I don't think that really I, happens in the photos in, in J.K. Rowling's world. I think that was just a little touch they added in the movie. Because yeah. yeah, think like about... The, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry, Sue. No, I was going to say you're right, because it's distinctly different between the portraits and the photos, because they're right. just like the Weasleys all way, but that's just like... What you know, what they did when when they took the picture, but they don't, like, constantly react, you know? Yeah. Just, I mean, it's like, think it's of what like that would mean book. for, like, think of what that would mean for, like, adult magazines. Well, um, no, no. John, you <laughs> have to If this kind of magic, magic technology you, is possible. You, I dare you to ask J.K. Rowling about that the next time she's on. <laughs> you know what? She will answer me honestly. She will. I, doubt, I, know. I guarantee it. She no. will. She will take it. Wizard no, porn is not acceptable. Totally no. You tell that to this fandom, that wizard porn is not acceptable. Not, not Let's the, see what they to say. Talk to Joe about. <laughs> I know wizard porn exists extensively oh in our fandom, but I'm saying talk to Joe. You don't want to talk about porn. You think Joe's naive to this? <laughs> no, she's not. I know she is, but I don't want to waste our time with Joe when you talk about porn. I mean, will this fandom think it's a waste of time to ask Joe about this? <laughs> Joe Rowling is not for porn. Come on, just that's the song. I want, I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, it happens mm. in the book that way. It's very intense. And, and, you know, it's when they are attack on Arthur. Oh, right. So, so, you know, I mean, he gets done snogging. He's had this great moment with Cho, wakes up, you know, he's had that dream, and then he's the snake, and the snake is such such a great contrast. So I guess maybe they were trying to lighten it to to emphasize the shockingness of what's going to happen next, you know, maybe in terms of films, you know. I don't know. I'm not. Well, then let's let's give that, let that be our tease for next week. Yes. Ooh, it's a good tease. Snake tease. I don't like Cho. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> that was even better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, my. We had a double in there. That's you. brilliant. Why are you so fast? I don't know. That was an accident. <laughs> John, I'm leaving. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Time for the end. <laughs> that was great. We accidentally announced this already, but for those of you who 
have been asking. The event that we're planning in Boston in 2009 is a full-blown conference uh, for Whoa, fans. wait a second. Wait a yeah. second. A conference like a fan conference? A fan conference, yeah. Yay! Like, yep. Like conferences similar to previous conferences like... like Terminus. Um, like Terminus mm-hmm. and uh, um, Prophecy and, and Prophecy. Phoenix Rising. Yep. Just like those. Those kind of things? Just like those, yep. Dang. And yeah, and um, we are we're going full bore, and it's going to be a charity uh, to benefit charity. Other conferences have had an educational um, cause. Ours ours is a charitable one. We're going to be benefiting Bookgate International as well as the Harry Potter Alliance. Uh, it's shaping up so wonderfully. I can't even tell you. We will have so much more information for you in the fu- in the future. How you can get involved? What kind of activities? It's going to be different than any con you've seen. Um, we will definitely be having live podcasts, Woo! not just oh, podcasts, yeah. but other ones as well. Um, we'll be having Wizard Rock. We'll be having Rock. There's a castle at the hotel, so we'll be having a, a, a big ball at the castle. It's really wonderful. It's at a place called the Boston Park Plaza. Yeah. Beautiful, um, absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> really, go- I have no uh, idea how we managed to get the hotel. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm particularly excited for the, the special um, keynote event. <laughs> On that Saturday is the House Elf Sacrifice. Oh, no! No! Yes. No. Everybody hops in a potato sack akin to what the House Elves wear as their traditional garments. And I will be gone. And uh, we race across the hall. Oh, I heard yeah. uh, Clovis was um, considering ways to expand the battle oh, no. to make it, you know, even larger. And they're going to, uh-huh. at, at some point, they, they decide to, uh, in order to combat the giants, they use these catapults, and um, they log um, parts of the castle at the giants, and then at some point they run out of parts of the castle, so they start hurling house elves crouched up like little that. cannonballs. <laughs> go flying so at, the, at the giants and so. just use their sheer body weight to uh, uh-huh. delay the giants. Yeah. It's okay. not very effective. They're quite small creatures by comparison. And you know what? John. Just like in the battle, like was that Troy, and you know, and then it would come out like that one of them, and all the house elves would be hidden in one of those catapult things, those machines. And they will bust <laughs> out, and they will come charging after you because you'll be there as one of the little Slytherins. They'll be like, "Hey, I'm going to get you!" And I. What would- if like? <laughs> what if what if all of the house elves could like join together like a transformer, <laughs> and like morph into this huge giant elf looking thing? Kind of like, like have you seen that have you seen that commercial for uh like uh like Coors Light or something where like, all the people yes. more join together to form this giant walking human creature thing? It'd be like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man only be the Stay Puff yeah. Giant House Elf. They'd be a awesome. bunch of house elves. The Stay Puffed Giant House Elf. Yes. yes. Oh, they'd be awesome. That would that would work. And I don't think people would find that <laughs> random in the slider. Okay. So what's the real question? That's okay. good practice. Good work. Okay. Good practice. Now we know it doesn't work. Okay. What was the name of the fatal curse that Crab, Vincent Crab, casts that actually causes death in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows? John, don't say anything. Type it. Okay. Type it. Um, I do know this one. I think I just have no idea how to spell it. Well, don't this worry. Not We're not going right. to count spelling. I don't think it's even right. Thank God we're not going to count spelling. <laughs> Andy, what? Andy, what's the answer? Fiend fire. All right, yes! not at all. <laughs> John wrote. <laughs> I cannot say it. John wrote 
Infant flame. I got. <laughs> I got confused with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. The guy, the guy, the, the fire guy who comes That's out. It's a video game. I know what it is. Andy, you're so angry. Oh, you silly, silly man. <laughs> Infant flame. There you go, Andy King. You are. Here, um, I thought this would be difficult. Under, oh, you know, we're sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Andy King, you are smarter than John Noe. Yeah. Oh. Okay, here's what John said. Okay. John said crystal balls, which is true. Which, true. which is very accurate. Uh-huh. Knifles and forks. Knives. <laughs> you said knifles. Knifles. knifles oh, come on, you know what I I think was he was typing. watching Pirates of the Caribbean. And then no, three, no, then house elves threw them. Probably, you're probably right. Then, then number three... Was the house elves? They did not fling house elves. You lose for that automatically by using them as weapons. You are fail, fail. They're they're only worth their own. They're only worth their own mass. No. Lauren, you are definitely smarter than John. You've only got two. John got tell the three brothers. Warlock, Harry Hart. Fountain of Fair Fortune, and ladies and gentlemen, Hibbity Dibbity and the Cackling Stump. <laughs> oh, come on, that's so close. <laughs> oh, John. That's close enough, come on. <laughs> you want to tell Joe that her book is, her, her story is called Hibbity Dibbity and the Cackling Stump? <laughs> I, I think maybe in some foreign translation that could work. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I, granted, it's just about as sensical as Babbity Rabbit, but at least it makes sense with the story. The oh, rabbit. John, I love you so much. You oh, John, so. you are just too much. I can't. Well, John, if we found somebody that Chloe, Chloe, I'm sorry to say. Oh no, Chloe! Are, wait, there's got to be one more question. Welcome everybody to Pottercast 141. I am Melissa. I'm here with Sue and John. No, <gasps> who is that? I don't. What? Where's John? This is this is our friend Frack. John is not going to be with us for the next couple of weeks oh. because he is getting ready to graduate from school. Yay! And we fought, and he. I didn't want him to leave, but he beat me. No, I'm. I'm. He won the conversation. No, I'm. Yeah, he did not. He did not. We 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 kicked him out. We told him to go and it worked. And, uh, Yay. No, and finish school and not worry about podcast. So very sad to say we won't have him for a few weeks, but we're very happy to welcome our substitute for a while, Mister Frank Frack Franco the Third. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here and miss you guys. It's fun to help out whenever I can. That is your full name, Frank what? Frack Franco. I can't say your name three times fast. Frack, Frank. I just prefer the Frack. And everyone's like, oh my God, what was that to my ears? But that's what they did. That's what we do. Frack. Anyway, um, if you guys remember the Jingle Spells CD that we put out over Christmas with all the Wizard Rock songs, Mm -hmm. that artwork on the front of cover, Frack did that. But then the sun kind of claimed that there was these crazy death threats. And then the best part of all <laughs> is that the now Dan Ratcliffe's dogs need special security because he's like J-Lo. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I mean, beyond, beyond the pale. <laughs> I love it. We're going to get this SAS cards for, get, you know, for his two dogs. That's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, are they bored? Have we given them nothing to write about for a while? Apparently so. <laughs> we lost Frack. He's gone. 
Are you okay there, Frack? <laughs> Usually it's me who dies, and now we've killed Frack. I'm we've imagining these Frack. little British dogs with fuzzy hats. <laughs> who guard these dogs? <laughs> I'm laughing so hard that I just called you John. Little Bobby dog oh. guards is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Oh, I got mm. uh. <laughs> dog security, literally. In other words, oh, I got it. Mm, okay, that was way too. <laughs> dogs in funny hats. <laughs> okay, Frack, that'll be your challenge this week is to draw those dogs. Okay, that's our new challenge. Oh, I love it. I should draw it real quick. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay. Oh wow! So, I'm no. sorry, that was a tangent. Dan, Ra- Dan Ratcliffe's dogs not in the care of the Secret Service. No. Okay. Oh wow! <laughs> Established. It's just. Oh man! Too funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the I mean yeah, the other. Thank God yeah. for senses of humor. Yeah. We are all Project <laughs> Runway fans, and okay, friends. Yes. Yes, it's a it's a really fun show, and I enjoy watching it. Make it work. Who, who did you guys w- want to win? <laughs> Fierce. <laughs> Sorry, there was a there was a, a okay. If you watched Project Runway this year, there is a contestant called Christian who is really young and cocky and full of all he said all season was fierce. That's fierce. That's fierce. That's fierce. Such a hot mess. That's such a hot mess, right? So when he won, hot mess. Saturday Night Live to a skit about him that was I mean I'm crying thinking about it it was so funny I mean it was spot on and it wasn't even exaggerated to be honest no <laughs> that's a sad thing the only words he used the only words the character used in the skit was that's a hot mess hot mess hot mess tranny tranny <laughs> it was tranny fierce hot mess fierce 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 hot mess <laughs> so funny I can't you have to look it up NBC.com you know where you can see it no oh, Project Run Gay blogspot.com what oh so funny you have to read this but have you never seen this frack no they're fantastic project run they are the funniest two gay men ever and they talk about project run world it's so it's it's fantastic i love it i'll have to check it out i get i get addicted i check it every morning and when they haven't updated i get really mad <laughs> I don't, like, come on gay boys update <laughs> you know it's so you know it's so funny because i just imagine like lockhart being a fan of that show because you know he was always like flamboyant with his robes and just you know making it work and make it lockhart was a great you know? character just, every time yeah that would be great don't you think you lockhart on project runway you think but they should do yes. somebody should do a, a, a like a like a uh, madam, twilling like a, fits like a, or something a like that. Rags versus um, what's the what's the one, madam? Yes. Oh my god, that'd be great. Twilling, they could have twilling fits, and then what's the madam, <laughs> madam Malkins? Like the three, like the. I can yes. see this the Project Runway, the the final collection this with dolls, me. and someone puts it on YouTube. They're gonna do it. I will love you so hard if you if you make the competition between those three. Wizard designers, and then Lockhart making it work, and then here I'll give you an autograph if you do. You know, just Lockhart would be no Lockhart would be what's his face's role? Um, oh, the the guy who the host. What's his name? Jim Gunn. Tim Gunn. Yeah, making it work, making it work. Tim Gunn. No, no, no. You know, no. That would be Dumbledore. Come on. Come on. So what you're saying is Lockhart's more like 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 Michael Kors? I don't know if he'd be a good judge. Lockhart would be one of the guest judges. Yeah. Okay, yeah, celebrity judges. Like, yeah. Oh, I yeah. can see Lockhart just being... Because you know. Dumbledore's too intelligent. 
Yeah, but but Tim's really like intelligent yeah, and kindly is. and grandfatherly yeah. and, and stylish. And he goes around Whereas and Lockhart just... would be think Lockhart would be like posh spice. Yes, he would. She's well, totally. Sp- he that's totally true is because they know he him. Is. Okay, he that's is. true. He would he would walk in and just be too big for it all, and you that's know, hot. Like Paris. My life. That's hot. <laughs> Who would be Heidi? Oh, um, um, four. Yes. <laughs> no. In her French accent. Oh Harry. my gosh. Oh, Nutt. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, not sure. You're either in. <laughs> you're either in. <laughs> you're mess. <laughs> that wasn't French, but I tried. <laughs> Okay, Michael Chorus. Who'll be Michael Chorus? Oh, this is great. I can't wait. <laughs> Somebody make uh, Snape. No, no. Do um, it to He's in a fashion sense. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody who like Dingle, right? Who's the guy with the green hat? Who wore the green top hat? Who would that be? Daedalus Diggle would be would be maybe. Um, or we could. It'd be really hilarious. So like Dung Fletcher, who is like a fashion Flint. disaster. Like, you know? Filt. <laughs> he could be. He could be like their makeover issue. <gasps> maybe Kingsley. Oh, maybe so. He was pretty styling though. And Noah Umbridge. Oh God. Or Miss Pinkness. Uh, what about Nina? Nina could be Umbridge. Hmm. Madame Maxime? She could be Rita. Rita, yeah, Rita Skeeter. Rita. Yeah, Rita. There you go. Okay. Sorry. Because she Rita. works in the magazines. Caddy like Nina. <laughs> I can't wait. How? Somebody's got to make a parody of this. They have to. They have to. I'm, I, I, That's true. Okay, if they get a Patronus drawing, too. Animations. That's true. There you go. Two Patronus drawings. They better. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm laughing thinking about it. Who so <laughs> would be Christian? Which Who's one? Glad that Rags. would be Glad Rags. The Glad Rags designer. Because that's that's Glad Rags is the Hogsmeade designer, yeah. and the, it says Hogsmeade, Paris, and London or something. It's very hoity-toity wizard wear. <laughs> Come on. So that's the wizard couture. There you go. Yeah. And 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 Madame Malkins would be Jillian because hers was Jillian's most like ready to wear. Like yeah, she was robbed. Most accessible. It's gorgeous, but yeah. also accessible. Yeah. And then Rami would be the twilling fit or whatever, kind of out there. You don't really. He's kind of. Sophisticated and on the other edge of the yeah, I'm on guard in his own right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you gotta do it. You have to do awesome. it. <laughs> so these, these are the things that we talk about, and then we end up coming on talking on the Last show week about was friends conversations. <laughs> these are great. Which, by the way, I got a couple people, yeah. a couple people on the comments <laughs> saying they could challenge me to it. I gladly challenge you to it. I will win. Sorry, that was a little aggressive. Oh boy. But. Ooh. Harry Potter fans, I'm saying, are awesome all the way around. I like it when they take pictures of themselves with Pellegrino bottles. <laughs> I saw that. Say that. it one more time. Say the spell one more time because I'd love to. Pellegrino. What else were you asking me about? What else were we talking about right in the break there? My random announcement that I'm getting good at Tetris. <laughs> oh, your gameplay. I just said I'm getting good at yes, Tetris. Tetris. Oh, and I realized this is completely oh, yeah. irrelevant. I don't know why I mentioned it, but whatever. I loved the bowl of walnuts, though. <laughs> it was so random. The most that random. was my favorite Ron's part Ron's sitting of that there picture. with a bowl of walnuts. <laughs> and that, and that, no walnut cracker in sight. You can't eat those things without some means of opening them. You really think they couldn't figure out how to do it as a wizard? No. They, they can't, you. you know, zip up their own flies. <laughs> I don't know. The spell to open a, a nut is pistachio. <laughs> pistachio. You got you're gonna, J.K. Rowling's gonna get mad at you at some I'm point sorry. because she's gonna no, she's she gonna say no. Don't be sorry. Eventually, she's gonna be like, "Who is this guy making up all these weird spells? How come people think that the spell to open a nut is pistachio <laughs> and to make water bubbly is Pellegrino? What's going on?" She better not hate me. I'll stop right now. <laughs> no, 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 no.
That actually would be a good spell for the water. I, I, I declare. I do declare. I like that. Pellegrino. Welcome to Pottercast 145, the first show ever with a Pottercast quartet. What? Oh my dun, dun, dun. goodness, there's four of us now. What will you do? I think we can go like square dancing now because we have partners and mm-hmm. all four houses and everything. Have you go on double square dance, dance to the prom. Do-si-do. I mean, you like know how John to do said. That. Oh, that's right, prom. Oh, you ball. The uh, RDR side's main lawyer for oral arguments mm-hmm. is... Are we going to explain this now? <laughs> Mr. Hammer? Okay. His name is Mr. Hammer. Oh, Mr. Hammer. And... <laughs> It's so disrespectful. I can't even get it over has, it, but it was so funny. Mr. Hammer is this old That's man. And he's he, not old. He hardly any hair left. He's aging, bald, flesh okay. man. But Ish. he is, I'm pretty sure he is a professor at Stanford. And yeah. uh, we, all, we all know that, the, that um, a group from Stanford, all about fair use and that kind of thing, got involved with RDR and um, some time ago, and and were there pretty much. Uh, I can't, I couldn't tell in what capacity they were there. Some of the some of their lawyers were directly in that group. Some of them were just acquaintances. I thought from Stanford, but anyway, I don't think Mr. Hammer specifically was in that actual fair use group. No, he's not from the Star the Fair Use no. Project. No, but um, the fun thing about him. So he's not a gavel. Nah. <laughs> no, I like what you honestly, did, there, friend. Honestly, that's what I thought it was. But he has appeared as such and. And the following, you know, car- the cartoons that were drawn following um, by by uh, <gasps> cartoons. Sam well, explain. Please explain this before everybody thinks we're the worst okay. people in the world. We please won't explain this because it's it's nothing. Just other than us trying to amuse ourselves in twenty four hours of testimony during the cross examination when Mister Hammer was questioning Joe about things. <laughs> Joe was very polite and liked to address. Um, the people guessing her questions by their name after every response she makes. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Hammer would be all like, you know, et cetera, et cetera, um, uh, Joe. And then she, she'd be like, well, Mr. Hammer, you must understand this. And, and every time she would talk to him, she would say, Mr. Mr. Hammer. Hammer. So <laughs> it just Hammer. got to be this funny thing. We just kept going. Except uh, John killed the joke in that every eight seconds he's like, Mr. Hammer. No, it's still funny. Yeah, to you, it I'm over it. Funny. Oh, Mr. Hammer. Yeah, I'm good. But um, should, we, should we tell her the funniest part of this already? We're jumping all around on this. Well, the funniest part is that later when the, the hallway, I was trying to do my Rubik's Cube and Joe came down the, down the hall. They were coming back from lunch. And so um, she she beckoned to her people that she was going to come over. So we, you know, did hugs and whatever. And John repeated what he had been repeating all day. This is the second yeah. day now. Because she goes... Mr. Hammer, at some point. <laughs> right to her face, imitating and, her own voice, right to no, her face. You did, no. you did. And she starts laughing and says, "John, don't make it sound like I'm seducing him." Don't be so seductive. Because yeah. I have no control over my British accent as far as what emotion comes. Oh from. my God! So, no, you should have seen Joe's face though. She was like, "What?" So I'm like. Oh, it's like, John? oh, Mr. Hammer. Oh my and she's gosh. like, it's like, oh, you make it so seductive. <laughs> oh, no. It was very funny. Mr. Hammer. No, but nobody, nobody no, was there to seduce Mr. Hammer, certainly. Everybody, I, I said I would every, take him out after the trial. Everybody during, during court was very, you know, respectful to Mr. Hammer. But you have to understand, you're sitting in that courtroom 
And sometimes the testimony is riveting, and sometimes the testimony is a matter of waiting for the technology to go on the screen. And do you, can, do you see this? Is this an email you recognize? Tell yeah. me where you grew up. Are you sure? You know, and it's uh, and it can get very, very long and boring. So what you do is you start drawing. And so once start, John started saying Mr. Hammer all the time, we started drawing hammers. Hammer, we all had arms. notebooks, and the hammers would have arms and legs and hair and hair expressions. And he doesn't yeah. have any hair. Well, he had. Parts of hair. Little fuzz. Hammers for hands. So it just became like the way we sort of got through the the more drudging parts. I got to tell one funny story, though. Okay. Oh, is this um, this, um, your running thing? Something about me. Yeah, Yeah. please do. Um, Just to end on a fun little light note. (laughs) Uh, When we were talking to Joe outside. This is is my favorite. This is pretty good. That's so cool. You guys got to say that. Oh, we're talking to Joe. (laughs) No, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I just think it's awesome. Yeah, and um, I <laughs> we're, we're sitting there at, at, after two days of, of this at this point, and I'm thinking, you know, all these crazy John thoughts, and I'm like, uh, John thoughts. I, I I I tell her, um, he's like, yeah, I, I was thinking of running down the aisle of the courtroom and yelling, troll in the dungeon, troll in the dungeon. Well, cheers for now. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, would you would you bail me out of jail for that? Uh, <laughs> and she's like, you know what, I would. But let's let's not. That would just complicate. <laughs> yeah. It's a complication we don't need. <laughs> she laughed so yeah. hard when you said that. Oh dear God! And I was Aww. I was happy because this has been very stressful. You could see it on her face. You know, troll in the dungeon and just faint. Troll in the dungeon. I thought you were going to talk about this charm bracelet because oh, we looked right. down and Joe is wearing this charm bracelet with um that her UK publisher had given to her, and it had all these pieces like it had. What, the piece of glass? It had the little fragment of glass. Nagini and all and that Nagini, stuff. Nagini, a wand, Was the fragment of glass, owl. what was that, a horcrux? Um, no, that, you don't remember Sirius's mirror? Sirius, that one. Oh, right, right. okay. Yeah. So. yeah. We were like, oh, is, is that your charm bracelet? <sighs> and Joe lifts her wrist, and John just, like, grabs her hand and starts playing <laughs> with it. John, I know, I don't Joe. know, what the hell comes over me? I, I mock her accent, <laughs> and I... <laughs> Grab her wrist to play with her jewelry. And I, I had, I she will really never like grab come on her hand, But I used my chance, and it kind of touched it. So I touched it. <laughs> well, I said, I said, because I, I, I hope she understands that I was making a joke, but or a bad one, but that it looked like oh, this was it good. looked like the pieces from Monopoly all on her on her wrist. It really oh, did. Cool. This is like a car and a dog and a thing, you know? And she goes, This is she all goes, beautiful. Uh, I know, but come on, it was jewelry. funny. And she goes, What are you saying, Melissa, that I should license Monopoly for Harry Potter? Are you saying, Don't think it hasn't been mentioned? <laughs> you know, like that. It's so funny. <laughs> and each of these are wrapped with a different thing, and they oh. say, I know, believe it or not. <laughs> and they have a new photos of Harry. They have one of Harry and Ron. They have one of Tonks, of Lupin. It says Harry Potter and Apple Pence, but it's in German. So whether or not they got the word from Warner Brothers <laughs> not to put this stuff out, I don't know. It's mm. very bizarre. Very bizarre. Do they have That's any funny. of Harry and Jenny no, making out? No, sorry. There's no How necking yarn specific. for you. Aww. No snogging yarn. <laughs> necking. That'd be the most popular because that's what sells. I probably would. Probably would when, I, when I go to look for yarn, I look for the sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a good I quality for yarn to I have. Don't it is. I don't know. You know, I mean, we have... The, if I sew with this yarn, I'm going to get the kiss. I mean, of all the places that you or would think that we would see... Uh, uh, probably Harry would probably be more appropriate you know, it's there. it's hard just to not, like, want to respond to him, but it's just... <laughs> want to kind of keep moving right along. I don't, anyway, so that's that's in our galleries, and I don't know. I'm, I don't know Warner Brothers. Moving right along. <laughs> yeah. Sexy yarn. That's um, fun. 
build the flying seal. Awesome. You get to be on a really high pole, okay? And underneath, it's like contraption, like the kind of thing they have in fairgrounds to move stuff. And you go really high up. And on my first day, um, they plaster cast your ass. So they've got an ass shape on your, on, your, on your broom, which is like, you know, typical for you, which I love. I love my broom. And then you sit there, and there's these like really hot guys with big arms and like big tubes of air blowing it in your face. So it's like you're on a motorbike that's moving. It's awesome. Yeah. We were joking about, because that was just after we were talking about how, oh, we were so upset about Fred. And we're like, yeah, whatever. I was, you know, more upset about Charity <laughs> Burbage or whoever she was. Yeah. <laughs> Like, okay. Uh, okay, can we finish this? Because it's battle. Can we just talk about this battle? Now, yeah. we did the commentary before, so Frankie, I want to hear your opinion of the big stick of Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> I cannot stand Mad-Eye Moody in the movies. I'm sorry. It, it, uh, so much so that I didn't really care too much when he kicked the bucket in the book, because it, it took so much, and it's horrible, and I'm going to get, like, hate mail, and I apologize, but I just really do not like Mad-Eye Moody in the movies. And his little, boom, Death Eater yes. Dead. Mm, Death Eater Dead. He should just walked around the room stomping his cane, and Voldemort would have died. No. <laughs> I no. mean, it's just... It, 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 he needs to be in that stomp dance, stomp the yard or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> what if he could paint it body blue and be in the blue man group? I, you know, my man. problem is I am such a Lord of the Rings fan. And when Gandalf did that famously with the stick, with his staff, and then, yeah, and then yeah. I could not help but just like, I, I actually burst out laughing when he did that. And I really should not have because that was not a, like a humorous scene, but <laughs> I was like, no, 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 you're not Gandalf, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because yeah, like Gandalf did it. That's when you shall exactly, not pass. Exactly on the bridge of Casa Doom. I mean, yeah, that way yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. presence to it. It wasn't that he just honestly was like uh, you're, it's like whack a mole. <laughs> he was like he was like whacking the Death Eaters. Bunk 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 bunk. <laughs> well, how many did he kill? <laughs> I, I don't know. I saw like the one, maybe yep. two. It's Still, just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess, it was I guess they had wanted to do something cool with it, but it just seems. And even even more so, seeing what they did in the special features with like the um, on the DVD with the the wand battling and like the right. wand choreography, it's like they they put so much thought into it. But then he's all <laughs> uh, dead. Uh, I don't know. Do you think his stick is similar to the sticks the Durmstrang kids had when they were walking into yeah. the Great Hall? No, those are cool. They, they make magic. Yeah, and so everything. maybe it is. Maybe maybe it must be. You know. Is this stick magic? Yeah. I mean, if they actually explored that a little more, I love the idea of using other instruments magically than yeah. wands. Like, yeah. having magical staffs and stuff. I think that's awesome, but too. it's just so random. They just did it at that one spot. He knocks his stick yeah. I, I mean, yeah, oh, well. that would be neat. And, and then he even did it when he got into Grimald's yeah. place. Open. It was like, yeah. No, 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 that's a good point. Good point. Uh, but then, I mean, and, but, and then, you know, because like, and then... Poor Sirius before he, you know, good one, James. They really... Well, Sirius sucker punches um, Lucius first, or almost sucker punches him, but he's like, get your hands off my... My godson, yeah. Boom. Yeah, he punches him. Everybody's like, oh, snap, and then everybody starts operating (laughs) in. (laughs) Shoot, no, you didn't. And then Lucius loses the prophecy, Uh crashes And that's what... Well, pretty pretty big, big, and it was just like kind of yeah. like a well. 
And I, I love the apparating, and they, all, they apparate, and like they're so confused. They're like, "Where am I? Where am I?" And right. Tongs comes in. And she's all. She, does. she looks so like bewildered. <laughs> and then, and then you have Kingsley, who like comes down like a yeah. god. He has his. He has his. Oh. Up. He's like, oh, I am the power of Kingsley. I channel you into this battle, Voldemort's god like, style. I, I wanted to the summon Pikachu there for a second. <laughs> Throw, throw in the the, the R peek a ball. Peek a ball. Like Kingsley. Kingsley, I choose you. <laughs> Kingsley, 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 Kingsley. <laughs> Kingsley, Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Eye Moody, I choose you! Mad Eye! Mad Eye! <laughs> Special stick attack now! <laughs> Mad Eye! Mad Eye! <laughs> Mad Eye Moody! Oh, so man. Oh, wow. She's going to come back and she's going to kill us. You've done it again. <laughs> she likes Pokemon. Oh, Frank, that was funny. Oh, my God, you too. Oh, man, that was great. <laughs> okay. All awesome. All of them do. So we can't blink when we record because it'll just be filled with blink, blink, blinks and dunk, dunks and such yeah. what we go through. All the pain we go through for you guys. I know that scotch tape's expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. <laughs> Nasty. I have kittens lick my eyes oh. so they don't get mo- they don't get dry. It was much cuter in my head, but then it just sounded creepy when I said it. It's slave labor. And then, I'm so some sorry. Kind of appliance set up to keep them at your eye level. Oh, oh man. So gross. Oh, my and I'm dying over here with this stupid cough I have. I'm not even sick. I have a cough. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Hogwarts students. Current students. Okay, can we go? From, from one to seven. Students that were actually in oh, school students. while we were reading the books, not okay. like their okay. parents that were at school like in, in, 20 in years this, ago. In the books. In the books. In the books. In the cur- students. students. All right. All right. This could go on a while. All right. It so can. We own this. Come on. We own we this. Got this. Totally. We got this. Hufflepuff, start first. Hufflepuff, start first? Yes. <laughs> Harry Potter. Cho Chang. Go to Cho Chang. The one Ravenclaw. Ronald Weasley. Learn to love good. Yeah. Has to be in song form also. Is that the... What'd you say? I didn't hear what you said. He said, Luna, love good. (laughs) I'll go with Ginny Weasley. Which Weasley was that? Ginny. Ginny. Oliver Wood. Oliver Wood. I wasn't mocking you. Colin Creevy. Colin Creevy. Way to bring down the game, Tonks. (laughs) Just kidding. Is it our turn? Is it our turn. Your turn. I just repeated their Colin Creepy for them. Um, Frankie? <laughs> Angelina Johnson. Oh. Is it possible we haven't yet said We've Hermione go Granger? Quicker, than this. This is quicker. Hermione Granger. Fred Weasley. Oh. Way to go, Mudblood. Oh, my goodness. We should- Yes, Dead Justin Finch Fletcher. Dang! Dead. 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 
the next card, the next category is going to be George dead Weasley. Seasons. Go. What? What? George Percy, Weasley. Oh. George Percy, Percy Weasley. Weasley. Oh. <laughs> Any random student? Draco Malfoy. Uh, Dean Thomas. Percy. Oh wait. No, wait, wait. Ooh. Percy, no, no. Pansy. Pansy. Oh. Oh. Pansy. He knew what we I were doing. I messed up. Pansy Parkinson was what he was trying to say. Pansy Parkinson. Um, Katie Bell. Is it Parvati Patil? What? Parvati Patil. Padma Patil. Mm. Wait, everyone think of one down the line. It's their turn. Dennis Creevy. Oh. Uh, Blaze Sabini. Neville Longbottom. <laughs> Susan Bones. Susan Bones. Penelope Clearwater. Ooh. Ravenclaw Hottie. Astoria Greengrass. <laughs> Marietta Edgecombe. Ooh. Marietta. Marietta Edgecombe. With the zits. Yeah. <laughs> Lav Lav. Who? Lavender Brown. You're going down. Lavender Brown. Lavender Brown. Vincent Cram. Roger Davies. Uh, Cedric Diggory. Gregory Goyle. Gregory Goyle. Gregory Goyle. Seamus Finnegan. Oh, Dean Thomas. Oh, oh, John. We win, you lose. I didn't even hear it. Uh, we win. Okay, now dead people. All right. Dead, dead people. One out of three. Is that sad? We didn't say all of them. Tonks. Are we doing dead people now? Dead by book seven. Dead. If they were alive in the beginning and dead at the end. If they died in the seven books. If they were killed or if they were just always dead? If they died, not okay. if they were dead. They had to be alive died. by book one and dead by book seven. Yes. No. So can I start? Okay, we're going to start. Are the rules clear? We're going to start with Cedric Diggory. R.J. Lupin. Tonks. Oh, you want to say... Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> Who was that? Mad-Eye. Sirius Black. Well, this is debatable, but Hedwig... <laughs> What? I said it's debatable, but Hedwig. Hedwig. I think she's alive. How about but? How about Voldemort? Yeah, he's dead. Helga Hufflepuff. What? Four founders, baby. They're no, dead. No, she they wasn't had to alive. Be alive book by book one. Oh, and alive by book, book seven. No, alive. They had to die. Well, everybody you can talk about in history. Anybody. No, okay. Nearly headless Nick. All right. We'll allow your screw up, but just alive by book one, dead by seven, or else yeah. there's like a hundred dead part. people. We missed that. Well, you were all talking. All right. I said it like five times. <laughs> yeah. You can have another guess. Go. Uh, Nicholas Flamel. Yeah. Ooh, that is an awesome one. High five. That's Nicholas. We'll take that one. That's a good one. Kudos. Kudos. That makes up for the blunder. Dumbledore. Oh. What? This game is such a downer. It's Gr- kind of fun. Grigorovich. Oh. 
Wait, no! Grindelwald. Okay, then Grindelwald. By your rule, no. Yeah, you can't. Grindelwald? Grindelwald died before the book started. No, he died in the. He was locked up in the tower. And he that was died. a memory. No, that was Harry channeling him. No. He died in book seven. That's true, he did. I'll let it? What do you mean? Th- what does that mean? You don't agree? Your he, turn. It's your turn. Are you, but we just did one. What? what? Was it? Oh, you did one. I did Grindelwald. Bellatrix Lestrange. Ooh. Bam. That's a good one. Barty Crouch. How am I Senior. Fred Weasley. I was going to do that one. It's their turn, isn't it? Barty Crouch Jr. We, you guys did that. No, <laughs> didn't. That was the last game you did that. Oh. Uh, Barty Crouch Jr. is not dead. Severus Snape. Severus Snape. This. Dobby. Aww. Aww. You just ruined this. Body Crouch Jr. Can we do like senior. people who end up happy or something? You did senior. Okay, Don, double foul because you said no. it. Your team said it already. Stop One. It, we said Number two, senior. he's not no, dead. No, he said junior. Yeah, yeah. And technically, he's he lost his soul. Not dead. He got his soul sucked out. He's yeah. not dead. He's I don't, surely I don't, I don't dead. get how that does it kill you. He's worse than dead, but he's not dead. Oh, come on. Ah. But you said it already. I think so. it goes, you're living, you're dead, and then you're worse than dead. But your so you body is alive. <laughs> Regardless, you said it already. That's fine, John. You need to consult. <laughs> Where do you say Mad-Eye? Yeah. You said Thomas Mad-Eye. What are the orders? I got, I got one. Um, Professor Quirrell. P- Professor Quirrell. I just said Professor Did you just say that as I was saying it when you heard me? I said it prior. Did you hear me? No. Spectacular. Did you hear me? I heard her. Okay, well, we were saying. Prudence, she heard take us. it, take it. I we take it. We don't need use it. it. Rufus Scrimgeour. Oh, you mean Scrimgeour? <laughs> Barty Crouch. Senior. We already said that. Oh, oh yes, we did. Yes, we did. Woo! We said Barty Crouch Junior. No. The first we did Barty Crouch, and the next term we did Barty Crouch. I thought Jr. you said Barty Crouch Junior twice. Said, which you, said, no. you said no. Junior twice. No, he said Woo! it twice. <laughs> we said Barty Crouch, Barty Crouch Junior, and then two turns later, John. <laughs> no throwing things. All right. Protego. <laughs> the tally. Silence. Silencio. Uh, Tally is one to one. What's the final category? Spells. Here's what I say. I say we do spells, but like line it up. Like not the whole group versus the whole group. We should do one on one spells. And last person standing? Yeah. I like that. One on one spells. That'd be fun. I like that too. Okay, or group spells, I mean, is what I meant to say. Group spells. Group. Because I'm a group. I don't know. Please. Spells. Wait, let's we do spells. one person to, de- to say it. Well, what's that? Let's just do, let's do group spells. Okay, group spells. Do we, want- we need a little more help. A little more help? We need, we need, uh, we get, need one merch girl over them. there and one merch girl over here. Yeah. They've been dying to play the whole time. Come tool. on, guys. Sam Freeze. 
Monster. We get Bree. Bree Bishop. We get Bree. Hurry up. Come on. Since, since, it's the, since it's the end of our... Tyler. This is... They're coming. It's Sam and Bree. They've been working hard on all our merchandise all this time, so... Organizing and counting and organizing and counting. Woo! Bree goes with us. Bree. Sam. Come here, Sam. All right. You guys are against each other. This is important. Now. Okay. Fight are we, to the are we doing spells? Can we get One. the rules clear? Video games and movies? What's that? Video games and movie spells? What, what are the video games? Allowed? Spells? Sure. Nintendo. They all came from Joe. They're allowed. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, come here. Bring it in. Bring it in. John Noe. Huddle, huddle, whisper, murmur. Let's tell them our secret plan. They'll never hear us. They'll never huddle. All right, let's do this. Huddle will protect our plan. Go. Expelliarmus. Stupefy. Is it stupefy? You've been Expecto stupefied. Patronum. <laughs> Lumos. Nox. Aquamente. Aquamente. Accio. Alohomora. What was that last one? Wingardium Leviosa. And then she said. Leviosa. Right. Sonorous. Reparo. Quietus. Engorgio. Sonoris. Read the books. <laughs> Engorgio. Scorgify. Episky. Reducto. Portus. Mm. Mobile corpus. Defindo. Petrificus totalis. Before that? She just said Petrificus Totalis. Well, you had the mobile corpus. Leva corpus. All right. Is this working still? Okay. Oh, I had one. Yeah. No. Do it. Avada Kedavra. Oh. You went there. We were going to keep it clean and you had to go there. All right, Crucio. Imperium. Roboto. Evanesco. That's what I was looking for. Oh, what you do? That's improper. Um, that's improper. Morse Morda. Taranta Legra. Sectum Simpra. Mm. Ridiculous. Oh. That's what I forgot. I love saying this one. Ferroverto. Rictum Sempra. Oh. Rictum Sempra. It's a tickling spell. It sounds so violent. Like Rictum, Rictum Sempra. Glissio. Duro. You took it from I me. Did. You took it from me, I Nelly. Did. Well played, and Nelly. <laughs> Should have said that one first. 
Hey, guys, we're playing a game here. I don't know what Flipendo. you're doing. Oh, cheap. I, I don't want to even remember that. I want to say Obliviate and forget that one. Hmm? Oh, nice to tie it in. Get it? it was a... I get it. Um, hey, Family Feud, hurry up. Bombarda. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? Bombarda. Bombarda Maxima. Confundus. Confundus. Mm. Oh, wait, what's that? No, that's what I was going to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Obliviate. No, no, no. Oh, I guess you forgot when I said that. Again, it worked twice. Wait, wait, wait. What's the the lockdown? We win. We win. I blame you. Winner. You guys need to consult us before you talk in the microphone. (laughs) Twice. Twice, John. I'm disappointed you as a human being. I'm kidding. Wait, are we done? This is so much fun. I don't want to. Be, what, do, we, do we have time to play more? Any more Q and A? One more. And one then... more. What could, what could the battle be? Okay, well, let's do one more and then do a few more Q and A. What's a What's a good topic? What's a really hard topic? Mm. Oh God, that's so hard. Creatures or animals? Mm-hmm. Okay, magical creatures. Yeah, do Can it. Measles. Kneezles or Kneezles, however you say it. It's a silent oh, K. Wait. Yeah, what are they? Yeah, we're going to count them because Luna's awesome and she's real. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. I believe in Nargles. <laughs> oh, hippogriffs. Hippogriffs. Hippogriff. Um, Acromantula. Mm. Griffins. Herbridian Black. Sphinxes. Thestrals. <laughs> dragons. Uh, he just knocked oh, out wait. all the dragons. Owls, right? Not magical. We we established this three shows ago. It, it counts. It counts. Owls counts. Yeah, that's what I'm Owls. saying. Snakes all the that are horcruxes. <laughs> Snakes that are horcruxes. Counts. That counts. Counts as much as an owl counts. Werewolves. See, Dem- this is a dementor, a magical creature. Did we establish that? A Dementor is a magical creature? Yes, Dementors. A Lethifold. A Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Hinky Punk. How about a. Is it our turn? Vila. Grindilo. Boggarts. A Red Cap. Hinky Punks. Mermaids. We, but you just lost she sneezed. again. All right, okay, fine. Yeah, okay, we lost, but let's just play. All right, we'll keep it. We'll, we'll allow it. The one thing we'll, we'll just push her in the audience. Did we always say mermaids? All right, your turn. Did we do mermaids? You, he okay. just said mermaids. So. I just said the Whomping Willow. Oh. Ah, that's a magical how about, tree. How about the Crumplehorn Snorlax? Don't make me break this. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> hey, wait, what did you guys say? This is the Crumplehorn Snorlax. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. wait. Pikachu! Oh. Wait, it's, it's our, our turn. It's our turn. Flobberworm. It's a Pokemon, for God's sake. You, wait, what's she uh-huh. say? Puta! What's going on? What's she say? She said flobberworm. Flobberworm. Well, if the Whomping Willow counts, then Mandrakes count. Yeah. Mandrakes. Yeah, yeah Mandrake. That's true. No. Bowtruckle. Troll. A troll. Basilisk. What? 
basilisk. I got a blasted screw. I'm gonna go with it. Is it our turn? Order of the Phoenix. How about unicorns? <laughs> How about wandicorn? <laughs> what? Wandicorn, really? Wandicorn, the giant squid. Yeah. Centaurs. I love that kid. Centaurs. Uh, Bicorn. Dementor. Wait, 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 what? Unicorn again? Wait, what'd you say? I understand you. Unicorn? I'm sorry, what was the last one? What were the last two that you guys repeated there? What was you have that? to speak into the microphone, Kyle. Yeah, well, he didn't he didn't It was a anything. Pokemon, he said. It was totally not even right. Turn, I just said bicorn. Huh? He said bicorn. Just giant. I just appeared behind. A giant. Oh, giant. House elves. Oh really? How'd you get that one? Oh. I don't know, it just came to us. <laughs> Shocking. Oh, I got one. I'm oh, sorry. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, pixies. Moon calves. Moo cows? I'm like, a moon cow? A moon Not cow? moo cows. Moo moon calves. Cows. How about meowing cats? <laughs> not cool. Edward Cullen. That's not cool. Wait, where did, what? Do you guys have something or... Wait, whose just... turn is it? Is it our turn? Oh, okay, vampire? If werewolf counts, vampire, yeah? Okay. Our vamp- okay. Vampires are not real. What? A Swedish snort snout. Hungarian horndail. Chinese fireball. Grubbly plank. Oh, pegasus. A pegasus. Yes. Cerberus. Cerberus. Fluffy. Three-headed dog. Oh, Cerberus. good one. What one was that? How about the, the, the Nundus? The what? The Nundus. The Nundus. I don't remember How about a Chimera? A what? Oh. Chimera. The invisibility curse. Look it up. Read a book. I thought that was Chimera. But Whatever. Oh, oh, what were those, those little golden birds in the stitches? The golden bird snitches. A snidget. A smidget. Snidget. 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 What? Yeah. Say that. No, say that. What? How about a Jabbernal? A jabbernol? A jabbernol. Read the books. I don't remember the jabbernols. How about a Cornish pixie? No. No? No? no. A okay. manticore. How about, How about Grop? I'm joking. No. How I about know. half giants? Those are magical wizards. Trevor the frog. <laughs> Trevor the frog. Trevor's a magical frog. He's a toad, sir. Oh. Call him by his proper name. I know the giant frogs that sing in the chorus in, <laughs> in The Little Mermaid. Oh. Common Welsh Green. What? Common Welsh Green. Oh. I guess you guys win. You Congratulations. Win. Woo. Are we on the line too? We just. Yeah. Just Snape for us. Just Snape. Uh, you've reached Paul from Harry and the Potters. Please leave me a message, and I will call you back. Expelliarmus. <laughs> He's gonna drop his phone. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Adam. Uh, I can't take a call right now, so I'll leave a message. All right, bye. Expelliarmus. <laughs> I kind of like just this. I think all we need is that clip. <laughs> now tune in for Pottercast Expelliarmus sing your voicemails. Um, all of a sudden, this older guy, who is obviously drunk and probably not all there to begin with, comes up to me with a slur, and he's all like, "You, you babies think you're bigger than me?" And I'm like. Your babies think you're bigger than me, and I'm like, "What?" And I start to address him, but then behind him, this this younger guy kind of makes eye contact with me and kind of furrows his brow and like shushes me, like, "Shh, no, 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 don't say anything." Like he motions that to me, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and so I just ignore him because I I was gonna actually open a dialogue up with this guy, not realizing it, and. Um, yeah. Now, this is not like an uncommon thing in New York. I, I, I'm rarely on the subway late at night where I, you don't run across somebody who's drunk and a little bit crazy who just starts yelling at you. It's not so. That's not the that's not the crazy. Because yeah, I ignored him <laughs> and then, like I figured, okay, he'll he'll calm down and just go away. I'll just wait till he gets out of the system and move on. And all of a sudden, uh, that agitates him even more. The fact that I'm not addressing him apparently, and so he starts. He lets go of his little like trolley that he was pulling. And he starts like a trolley, uh, like a little backpack trolley thing. He had something, and, I don't know, a suitcase uh, or something. He starts going like, like putting his thumbs to his face, like a boxer, like, and he starts punching the air, and he, then he starts punching like the window, and he, and he like comes. He's probably a good five feet away from he's my really head. His, his his hands yeah. once he's done punching, and so I'm like, his uh, hand was pretty close. Yeah. To your face. yeah, it was pretty close. I'm going to put together some food programming. <gasps> Can I come to this class? Are you going to teach us about burritos, or what are you going to do? Uh, no, no, no. We're going to make um, butter beer, <laughs> butter beer, I think, and or um, uh, cauldron cakes. Ooh, that would be fun, cauldron cakes. But um, but uh, yeah, I haven't quite worked out the details slash mentioned it to anybody <laughs> yet, so it, <laughs> it might not happen. But uh, I would imagine if it does, then it would probably. Be a little separate sign-up that you'd all have to express your interest and, uh, you know, pay a couple bucks for your root beer ingredients. You but know. I think it would be awesome. I'm going to. If you guys think it would be awesome, leave the comments saying so on podcast.com. But oh my god, your ideas are always scary because we always it always involves extra extra effort <laughs> That's and not work that and big money. a deal. Is have people cook? Are you not, kidding me? Okay, maybe the baking would be difficult, but if we had like a like a butter beer thing and everybody can make their own butterbeer and then we have a contest and uh, we'll have judges judge. judge the butterbeers. Frankie, you are more than welcome to be another judge. I think we, we all four of us could judge. But um, but we would have uh, prizes for the winners who make the best butterbeer. See, I, I was kind of excited about the college case. I, I, well, obviously, I like to teach John a lot, but I must say he's he's actually a pretty good cook. So, well, I think it'd be fun to do cauldron cakes too. Like if we could just yeah. put together the cauldron cakes and then work out some deal with like the kitchen at the hotel where they would yeah. cook all of our cauldron cakes for us no. and yeah. while we made well, our butter be, beers. <clears throat> I'd probably be more realistic if if it was pre baked and you just decorate your cauldron cake. Maybe we'll order that Thai hey, food. Let's cook it Thai food. Lucky, you cannot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Todd's gonna kill me. If you live in Brooklyn, the whole time he was here, we never ordered the Thai. If food. you live in Brooklyn and you like Thai food, you need to go to this place called like Jolo's or whatever. This is a freaky laugh. Joya. We're gonna Joya. eat Thai food. We're like, mm, John, this Thai food is so terrific. Mm. I will have Mushka murder. That's gonna both. be my vlog today. Oh Screw when I did yeah. already. No one needs to know what I call frack. I'm gonna have just ten minutes of me eating Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna or, we're gonna order it. But yeah, laugh, gonna Frankie, order it. it's so evil. You guys suck. I'm just being mean. Because <laughs> poor John, we tried we tried the whole time, but you're gonna you be didn't back here. Try. Well, you, I told you every time you can order it whenever no, you want, no, and you just never so went ahead and did it. So we're gonna go get some, and we'll video ourselves eating. Oh, it you're serious. You're serious. You're really gonna oh, do I'm this. Serious. To me. I, I really I really feel like I want some. I, I want, want it now. Oh my god. I've been eating so crappily the past week because of all you guys being here, so I might as well. I know I off. probably gained fifteen pounds. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's just bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think we really all gained bad. some weight actually. Click. Yes, it. Click, click, click. Dum 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 dum. Oh, we miss John here. Where? Where is John? John makes the drums. Let's talk about John for a second. So we all had. We were about to record, and we all had a little bit of a heart attack when John suddenly started fast breathing he couldn't he couldn't breathe he was like kind of laying on the floor of his bathroom he said very um trying to catch his breath and we're all yelling at him to go to the hospital and it started decreasing and then he started realizing what might have done it he ate a hot dog from his fridge which doesn't sound like a bad thing but let's let's think about this for a ordinary hot dog he knew that the hot dog had been in there since the dawn of time he threw out another one because it looked bad. It tasted bad, but he ate it the whole. He ate the whole thing, and then he said, "Yeah, I didn't. I thought that it was just natural that it had turned kind of white." What? White? John. To turn a hot dog white? How long had that been in the fridge? Honestly. So John. Dude. John is sick of his own doing. <laughs> I, I mean, doesn't your mind just boggle? Because I mean, hot dogs are made of so much preservatives and all kind of things and to make it turn white that's pretty bad just saying john (laughs) food is always his undoing it always is i mean you don't want to waste the money of throwing out food so he ate it and got himself sick i mean i know he has a stomach of iron because he puts away all those chipotles all the time but come on dude (laughs) and that was very scary we should we're not making light but i mean he ate a white ball willingly goofball yeah. And he's okay, so that's yeah, the reason okay. why we, we that's all. bring it up. And it is kind of silly. We do still, we still feel bad for you, John. Yeah, but what hot dogs with that? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's Pottercast 174, and we're going to be so excited and high energy because we realized that... We weren't that high energy last week, and we're sorry. It will be better this week. Uh, uh. <laughs> that scared me, John. <laughs> He just terrified our John's audience. <laughs> clearly not sick anymore. <laughs> so like a John, can you explain? Do you have any words in your defense after last week's sick episode? Uh, yeah, explain. Um, never eat a hot dog. You don't remember what was in the fridge for. Or as white. You know, it wasn't a white hot dog, like a marshmallow. It, honestly, it was a regular looking hot dog that had just a weird slimy uh-huh. little c- coating and like the exposed end of the... Package. Okay, continuing on the most fast-paced, high-energy podcast has ever world. been. Hey. So, what's in the news? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! 
Well, it's a little bit slower than last week because we had it's the amazing fast. trailer. It's no, it has to be fast. Okay, okay. Everything's fast. Okay. Okay. So, awesome, fast, fast, fast. fast. Uh, Jenny Harry, Jenny Harry. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, we yes. have a new picture of them. Oh, Jenny, my Jenny. gosh, Jenny Harry. What happened? Tell us what happened to you. Please tell us what happened. We have a new picture of them at Slughorn's dinner party, which is really quite fabulous. And they're just Ooh. kind of looking at each other. And Jenny looks nice. She's all dressed up. And it's very good. Are they no, making they're out? Just kinda, they're at the table, so you can see, like, you know, McLoggin or whoever just sitting around the table, and there's Jenny. And Are they playing footsie? No, they're standing. I have to admit, I was on a family thing today, and so I have not seen this, so I'm going to look right now. Okay. And and uh, we also have another one of Miss Jenny in her Quidditch outfit, too. She rocks. Miss Hollyhead Harpy Hero. She rocks. Ooh. Go Bonnie Wright. We love you. So that was really cool. Hells, yeah, she plays yeah, Quidditch. Yeah, she does. Is there a girls' locker room and a boys' locker room? John, one would hope. <laughs> hmm. I've I've read many fanfics that. Yes, I'm sure uh, you have. Was blurred whether or not such a thing do, existed. Do we really? Where's the slughorn? I never got the impression that from the books, but I imagine their Quidditch robes in the books are are just different robes. They just put it on over there with their wearing. I think they just have. They down, just use but. their own. They use the tower. They don't. Do they need the locker rooms, or can they just go well, to their well, remember? actual rooms? They have their locker room. room. What, I mean, what I'm, what I'm what curious about. Pep chalks and stuff. I remember that. So, yeah, they yeah, have locker room. Yeah. Now, what I want to know is, is in, um, in Quidditch, mm-hmm. is it necessary for the boy players to have any kind of extra support under their uniform? John, we've missed you or so. Pr- okay, what's up? What else is happening soon? Honestly, you got okay. the rogue bludgers. There's just a charm for okay. it, like the bubblehead charm. <laughs> Not even. No. Volius uh, no. Rapello. No. Wow. No. <laughs> Unintended punchlines from Fox takes the cake. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. John, I expected you. Did you just <laughs> 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 Balls. No. <laughs> no. Oh, is the term. Some kind of protego, oh, perhaps. Oh, oh, uh, okay, I'm crying. What else is going on? <laughs> okay, please, please we have some more news. Um, oh in gosh. the Highlands of Scotland are going to be seen. You know, <laughs> no, I'm focusing on moving on. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Oh, no. Cat 17. <laughs> Remember 17? Frack is when dead. When John says about, about No 11-42. Yes. And I said that Neil Murray was going to come after John yes. with all his anesthesia tools. And John said he's going to come after me with the CDO muggle cast. And I lost it. Oh, I lost it. that's right. I lost it for like the entire episode. <laughs> that's oh, what this reminds me. At least it's, oh, at least it's not habit forming. Oh, John. Oh, it wasn't a dig at muggle cast. It was just a reminder of a long, long ago joke that... Yeah, and it was so funny uh, behind the scenes story about that joke. We had just agreed with them behind the scenes not to not to rip on each other in, in each other's shows anymore. Literally hours before we recorded this podcast, yeah. and it was too, it was too funny. We couldn't take it out. It was too funny. Uh, okay, I'm better. Classic. I'm better. Okay. Everybody's breathing I'm sorry. now. I'm sorry. Are so you guys all breathing valiantly, now? Calm? Valiently okay. trying okay. to go. Okay. Oh Hedwig wow! Look, we there. found Hedwig. <laughs> it looks like Hi, I'm Hedwig for lunch. I'm it. You go hide now. <laughs> <laughs> Who found me? Oh, <laughs> here I go. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. See, these I'll be over here. here though, that they-
from, we just heard that they're going to go back for Deathly Hallows. And they just needed it. him as a transition, a timepiece transition. No. Now, Hedwig, use your magic to make time go faster. <laughs> flap, <laughs> flap. <laughs> now it's winter. Good thing we That's taught funny. Hedwig that time spell. Good <laughs> thing you're a snowy owl. <laughs> oh. uh, not a hairy gal all the way over there. Hedwig's magic? Hedwig is more powerful than any one of them. Movies. Look, the fountain got frozen. It's all water in the middle. Oh, it's plexiglass. Hot. What if he's on an international flight and they fly over the oh time zone? Oh my god. Ah, what if he's in space and he went on the moon? <gasps> what would happen? Oh. That would probably Cannon be conundrums. Episode 176. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if Lumen went to the moon? <laughs> oh, Maybe it'd be a, a full Earth that would set him off. <laughs> Turn into a cat. Would <laughs> 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 be oh, crazy. Hogwarts. Hi, Hogwarts. Uh, How old is Emma Watson? Her accent. I love this moment. Oh, yeah. When she realizes that it has to be her who like, throws the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Old enough. <laughs> I was going to say that. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to restrain myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What did no. you say? Oh, Sorry. my God. Sue, Sue, thank God we're the, the, the lone moral voices on I, this I show. Know. Hey, oh, I'm yeah. not that bad. Hey, you're the one who said it. I was asking how old she was, and then Mm -hmm. John made a comment, and I was, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Awesome. glad you two are in your little world over there. I apologize. Uh, Doodles. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Doodles. (laughs) Okay, everyone, welcome to Hogwarts. He looks really different, doesn't he? Sort of tidy. Yeah, never seen him in a hat before. That's because he's always carrying something in it instead of wearing it. He must have washed it for the occasion. Everything all right back there? Yes, Uncle Neville. I mean, Professor. Great. Right then, we'll be eating soon enough, you'll be glad to hear. But first, you need to be sorted into your houses. And there's another thing. We met someone on the train, and he thinks he can't be friends with us if he ends up in different houses. But it's not allowed or something. Not allowed? It's not what I think. I'm glad to hear it. So, are you any closer to knowing where I should place you? No. I have decided something. What's that? I don't want to be sorted. I must sort you. It is my purpose, what I was made for. I know you had to put me somewhere, but I'm leaving it up to you. It doesn't make any difference to me. In which case, my way forward is clear. However, before I announce it, I have something to ask you. You mean like a question? I thought you knew everything about me. My wishes, hopes, and dreams, and all that. Not a question, a task. I have been waiting for this conversation for a long time. For someone to make the choice you have just made. Time is short, so my request is simply that you find me again. Soon. Find me again and put me on. That is all. Uh, How exactly am I supposed to do that? Oh, you'll work it out. Seek help and advice from among the sorted, I would suggest. Strength in numbers, etc. Uh, okay. For now, you have left me a choice. It was not a difficult one. I choose... Alright, guys, we'll see you guys in 2009, yeah. huh? Yay! Aww. What reminiscing that was, though. It was so nice to hear all those fun little clips. They are fun. Frankie, you are just Aww. very funny man, I must say. I love... Some... I think, like, everyone had to do with Frankie, pretty much. I think, I think so. we have a simple clip that wasn't a Frankie Aww. joke. Aww. 
don't think so. Nah, I'll do it all. Aww. No, but you know, honestly, one of my favorite parts of this entire year was having was getting to welcome Frankie onto the show. That made me oh, oh thank you. Very excited. I remember having to twist Melissa's arm into it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Because it was um, it you was were gonna be gone writing your book, and we're like, oh, we need to. No. Well, I guest hosted then no. for the first time, just once. Yeah, because we did the guest hosting thing right. for a while, and right. I'm like, wait, you, when you hear Frankie, we're not going to need any more guest hosts. But that was 2007. That was 2007, and then in 2008, you took a break. Yeah, for school. And oh right, yeah, 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 for school. And then everybody was like, Frankie's so cool, you guys should keep him. And oh, we're I like, know. okay. He's so much better than John. You don't even need John. You should just kick him and deport him. <laughs> under Aww, go cry a river, you poor little baby. <laughs> no, honestly, I've been very blessed by everyone's just niceness and enthusiasm with me being on the show. Just because It's kind of like, the show's been all, you guys have been around and have such a great rapport with the three of you. And then I'm just like this random person just kind of meanders in. But you get, everyone's been so nice. It's kind of like adding... A seventh friend on the friends in like season six. Oh. And it's like, what? But everyone enjoyed the seventh yeah. friend. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, usually that doesn't go over so well. <laughs> usually yeah, people get annoyed. No, it, but no, yeah. not with it, it, it could have been like a, uh, a Rosanna situation where they add in a new, uh, um, What's her name? Oh, the What's new the d- Becky. Be- Becky. And then they started switching back and forth <laughs> from the two actresses. And it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Anywho, we digress. Uh, yes. Often. As often. 2008, you were a fun year. 2009. <sighs> What's in store for the Potter fandom in 2009? <clears throat> two years after the last Potter book came out. They're going to start... They're going to start the ends of stuff, right, Sue? Yes. And you know what I'm looking forward to? What? Starting the ends of the Deathly Hallows filming and the first picture of Hagrid's Hut. That always <laughs> makes my, my, my time. When we get that, we know yes. a new filming season Absolutely. is upon us. Squeakful. <laughs> and not only will he have a jacuzzi tub this year, yes. he probably will have uh, satellite TV <laughs> and a barbecue hot. grill. Yes. Four-car garage. Uh, that'd be hot. Yes. You know. <laughs> for, uh, okay. for, for Buckbeak, he has his own little hut, his little stable hut back Buckbeak's, there. Buckbeak's little mini hut like a doghouse. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so. that'd be cute. John, what are you looking forward to in 2009? Mm, I'm looking forward to the amazing, what will be so much more amazing because it was delayed, Half-Blood Prince the Ooh. movie. My expectations couldn't possibly be higher. And uh, I can't. Oh, I, I'm looking forward for the poster number one <laughs> to come out eventually. Yeah, as a I love we've had all these trailers and no poster, but right. but yes, the the film will be incredible. I just have a feeling, so I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Frankie, I'm looking forward to going on tour again with all you guys and seeing and meeting everybody again. What? 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 Yeah. What? what? Oh, was I not supposed to what, say what, anything? What? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pottercast, well, you have no business going on tour. No one likes Pirate Potter anymore. No one's going to come to your shows. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hope this, not, this because we're doing it <laughs> this summer. <laughs> this might be the last one, guys. Might probably. be. Yeah. And probably no joke this time. One. No, like, oh, Melissa. Yeah. Well, probably no. the last one. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's, like, crazy well attended or something, and then we're like, eh. But no, probably we'll go out with a bang. Yeah, and we're talking about a big bang. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna be on on the road with the Remus Lupins and the Whomping Willows uh, this summer. We're good. 
And we're starting to plan it from now, which means that we got already got some great venues in place, and we've already yes. got a tentative plan. It's yes. you have no idea. And we're going from like June right through Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, Comic Con! I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, which we're really excited about. So, I oh my wait gosh, for the Comic Con. I've never been to a Comic Con. Oh no. No, I'm excited. Comic Con's awesome. Cool. It is. It's brilliant. Hmm. It is amazing, and my favorite guys, my my, what I'm looking forward to more than anything else in the world this year is Leakon 2009. Yeah. Oh, you just wait, you just wait. Alex, um, very sweetly wrote me a song on my birthday, and in it he said he was saying things that are awesome, and he said our times at LeakyCon. In other words, a a future, a looking into the future, so sure that it's going to be amazing that he can add it into a song. About what things are awesome. Our times. I want to know high. if there's going to be. That's how fights. amazing. Yes, there will be. Pillow, I don't know. <laughs> I want fights. them to be allowed. Pillow fights. <laughs> okay. Okay. No pillow fights. I don't know. So. Don't so yeah, know. get ready, guys, because it's going to be a fantastic year. We're not even close to done. Are you kidding? No, we're not even close. We're going to keep doing this until until people don't even use iPods anymore, and they're just implanted <laughs> into their brains, and they just blink and they queue up their favorite song. That's how long. That's what like I that. think. No, yes. I love my iPod. And you download things by putting your finger into this box that zaps it into your brain. No. It's healthy. It's so healthy. Yeah. 2050 is when technology gets to that level, and then everybody's life expectancy turns to 40 because of uh, zapping into the brains dangerous well guys we're in our fifth calendar year and it's never been more excited i'm really thrilled to um continue doing podcasts with you and continue enjoying our community together word and we'll see you all in 2009 that's right it's gonna be a great year see you all in the new year until then keep twiddling those dials boys and girls the password will be new year's eve keep each other safe Keep faith. Good night. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> Hello, Poppet. Hello, hey. Poppet. It's New Year's. <laughs> wow. What are we doing here? <laughs> We're suddenly in pirates. I'm going to plug in. I know. Plug Wait. in my other headphones here. It's not Pirate Day. We missed that already. The year went by so fast. I, I blew it. I know. I we missed Pirate Day. Day? Yeah. It's Hermione's <laughs> birthday is just like a pirate. Day. Uh, talk like a pirate day. It is. Yeah, Seriously, it is. That's stupid. No, no it's fun. It's not stupid. It's okay. great. <laughs> I like it. Arg! Uh, Arg! John Doe sucks off the plank with you. John Doe does suck. <laughs> uh, Where are all our bloopers? I How want come a new nobody desk chair. uses it's our so bloopers? Noisy. Nobody uses our bloopers anymore. We don't blooper. We're professionals. No, that's boring though. That's I like the bloopers. That's the best bloopers. They just never get used. They never get used. Bloopers are the best part of podcast. I agree. They're fun. <laughs> I don't agree, but the it's best a good part. part of part of part. Yeah, totally. Like they um. Do they ever finalize the casting for getting Muchka in as an as an extra? John, cat you're too? violating my confidentiality agreement right now. Shoot, sorry. Big oh. mouth, way to go. Is, 
Well, she's gonna, she's gonna be the there. three Patronuses that um. McGonagall oh my God! Out. It should be Muchka, Bella, and um. Sassy. 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 Yes, exactly. Oh. <laughs> That's old and take a long time to run away, but she'll get there. Oh my God! Oh, it'd be so funny. Muchka flies, Bella flies, and Sassy's in. like dope 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 dope. Frankie is Sassy voiced by Roseanne Barr. Oh. No. Rose and Barr. Oh, my cat doesn't meow anymore. She she goes. Eh. Oh my god. <laughs> she just like half-heartedly yells. Oh, I miss her. Okay, okay. What else? What else? Is, what else? <laughs> <laughs> she's just, just does it enough to let you know she's there. The silver cat oh, out of the room. Hogwarts is on the sea. Moochko just hisses. You get up to it like he has a message for you. Oh, what is it, Moochko? Oh my gosh, run away! <laughs> what does Bella do? She's gonna chase. Let's play. She likes to play. Yeah, but, oh, she'll forget and just go play. Play. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yeah, Voldemort's coming. Whoops. Oh yeah. But look, is that, is that something shiny up over here? Let's go. <laughs> I can totally see this little merry crew of cats. Like you have like the really mean one that is just impatient, like the old crotchety Muchka, and then Bella is kind of ditzy. Yeah. She just kind of flutters around and yeah. just being cute and like, oh look at that, just, just like being the cute one. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> sassy. <laughs> no one understands. She just, just kind of <laughs> yelps in the morning. Stop! 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 That noise! <laughs> it's a quiet sassy. We're delivering a message here. Okay, okay. Uh, what else happened? You, and between your cat noise and that dog noise, that the one about the fuzzy British hats or whatever? Oh, that was one of my favorite podcasts. Everybody moments. loved that episode. That's in the, that's in the show, There's isn't a clip it? Of that in the show. <laughs> Oh. All right, all right, guys. Should we all sing all lang sign, all hum it? Yeah. I don't know how it goes. I am so glad we're not in a musical together. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I confess myself disappointed.